No! 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 I'm with JT. I, I think we get rid of that Zack Ryder part of the intro. <laughs> I mean, that guy hasn't been relevant for, what, like five years now? <laughs> Who even listens to the radio anymore? I know, right? I mean... I, I do in the morning. <laughs> uh, board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 201. I am Think So Joe with JT. Noise G is around somewhere, I guess. And the coaster. And I think we're going to have uh, our one of our... Uh, previous guests calling in uh well i don't know if you'd call him a guest but previous uh guest hosts maybe we're finally getting chris jericho back no we're not getting chris jericho back <laughs> i tell you what guys i actually uh we were supposed to have bill apter on the show today unfortunately uh scheduling conflicts uh prevented that from happening i actually talked to bill this morning and what a nice guy <laughs> I, he he's a nice guy, very knowledgeable, very he, you know, got to got to learn, uh, you know, I already got to learn from the guy. I was on the phone with him for five minutes, so we're gonna uh, try to work something out. Uh, probably in a couple of weeks, he's actually leaving for Europe uh, on Thursday, and we know what happens when we call people in Europe on the phone. <laughs> right, JT. Right. <laughs> Uh, Glenn did not die last week. Stop worrying about it. Who's worried? No, but he did lose his title match. <laughs> ah, that Glenn. <laughs> Took me a minute there to get the go. joke. <laughs> he just lost his job. That's all he lost. Yep. He took my job! He took my job! <laughs> That would be so good if it is if he is replaced with Alberto. Because <laughs> the Mexican came and stole his job. Oh man, I, it's uh, my jaw dropped when Alberto Del Rio walked out. I, I, it really did. I mean, you know, I've heard people complain about it. And, oh well, he's a sellout and he shouldn't have come back. And I'm just like, dude, fuck that. That was fucking awesome. Guys, got you see complaints about things being so predictable, and here's something that's not predictable. I didn't see it coming. I was I was disappointed to be honest because when I saw Zeb Coulter, I thought we were finally getting the rise of Jack Swagger, <laughs> and I really really want that. He's forever on Superstars. <laughs> Nobody forever watches Superstars super <laughs> because he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high. Is it ironic that because he got high, he can't get any higher on the card? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the call. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Alberto Del Rio walking out, especially with Zeb Coulter. Just, well, yeah. Zeb wasn't walking. Well, okay. <laughs> you know what I meant. Uh, poor guy. Apparently, that's legit because he just had surgery, but they still brought him back. Fuck your health, man. Here's a chair. Speaking of surgery, did you see uh, William Regal's neck? Yeah. Yes, I did. Apparently, uh, he and Tyson Kidd have the same barber. Same one with Joe. Waka waka. Nah, I made a funny. <laughs> yeah, so uh, George not here this week. George played a show last night and his recovering today 
I went out last night too, George. My ass is still here. So, man, I was. And, and according to Maven fan, my fat ass is still here because you know anybody who eats candy is a fat ass. <laughs> yes, she's cheering for sexy George, who is the largest man on in our panel. <laughs> and she's upset about John Cena losing in Hell of a Cell. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, blame Fox. Alicia Fox? What did she do? You could blame oh, her for anything. She made the mistake of being born brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, she's on the WWE if that's how it works. Racism. Yeah, but if she wasn't brown, she wouldn't be in Team Bad and then she'd be nowhere. No, she's with the Bellas. So, yeah, she'd still be there. We're good. No, we're not. Yeah, WWE we're talking about. That's I thought she was in Team Bad because she's black and they're all black. And that's what they have in common. Oh, Alberto Del Rio is orange. She's not black. That might as well just stand for black and divas. Oh, he's got he's got chronic tanning booth disease. <laughs> it's a rare skin disorder that, uh, yeah, you you only get when you get spots by uh, Cody Barberi. I was also sad he wasn't wearing his old tights, because that would explain why he kept them all that time. <laughs> he knew he'd be back, so he didn't bother replacing them. <laughs> yep. I don't know about you guys, but I look at this whole Zeb Coulter thing as, as pandering to the internet community, uh, because we know why he got fired in the first place and what that's all about. So you take the most blatantly racist character that they've had to date, and you flip him. Well, see, we're not racist. See, see, we're we're yeah, nice Americans now. Hey, hey, speaking of racists and orange people, did you see that Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik dressed up as each other for Halloween? Yeah. At first, when I saw the Hulk Hogan one, I thought it was a Photoshop because I saw the Iron Sheik one first. <laughs> yeah, Sheiky baby. I'm pretty sure he said on Twitter he's going to be doing that. Uh... If I recall, didn't we uh, go to JT Land about that a while ago? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds familiar. <laughs> Meanwhile, Virgil dressed up as an Olive Garden employee. Oh, wait, that's his job now. <laughs> and Finn Balor reportedly dressed as CM Punk. And now he's fired. <laughs> Out of it. He's on the talking. Does that mean he's on the talking dead tonight, or...? <laughs> no, he'll be on uh, Col Colt Cabana's podcast. <laughs> nice lawsuits. Yep. Maven Ready fans having an argument in the chat with Maven fan. <laughs> yeah, Maven fan, I'll do that. Well, one's claiming to be the real one, and the other one claiming that the other one's an uh, imposter. It would be so good if Finn Balor was on the Art of Wrestling dressed as CM Punk and it was brought to you by Colt Cabana's lawyers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have a feeling it's uh, really CM Punk's lawyers. He's footing the bill for old Scotty. Scotty yeah. Goldman. Good time. <laughs> Remember that time he had those two matches? <laughs> Remember how CM Punk almost had him brought in as a commentator and now he's getting him sued? Yeah. This show is going so well so far. Oh, we... Awkward British moment. <laughs> no, we don't have George to do the heavy lifting. Yeah, I know, man. 
I did my heavy lifting this morning at the gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here for the hot tag. <laughs> man, I, I I had to lift my kid's candy bag. <laughs> that shit was heavy, man. She got a shit ton of stuff. We had a lot. I, I, was I, she also dressed as CM Punk? She was not dressed as CM Punk, no. <laughs> if I have a little girl, I am putting mutton chops on her and she's dressing as CM Punk. Mark's right. obsessed with CM Punk this morning. Wow. No, I just want to see a little girl with mutton chops. <laughs> uh, skinny fat ass. I wore my um my Freddy Krueger sweater, and everybody I saw yesterday yeah, was like, "Oh, I know you. That that's Freddy's sweater. That's Freddy. Somebody actually came up to me and said to me, "Um, that looks a lot like Freddy Krueger's sweater. You should go as Freddy Krueger. Like it is Freddy Krueger's sweater." <laughs> Were you with sex, Freddy Krueger? Oh yes. <laughs> look at that. Look at his body. It's obese, like Maven fan says. I went as Daniel Bryan, who never, you know, if he never worked out. <laughs> I went to work. It wasn't as exciting, but I got to go trick or treating in reverse, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you 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 made that fuck money last night, right? Yeah, yeah, making the fuck money, but unfortunately, just got money. And it got fucked. <laughs> we ended up with a dog last night. We had a. Uh, Someone gave you a dog when you were trick or treating. <laughs> I well, saw your I post. I wasn't tre I wasn't trick or treating. It was um. We were giving out candy, and all of a sudden, someone was you know they weren't yelling at the dog. They were trying to shoot the dog away, and we didn't real. We thought it was their dogs. People were walking dogs, and um. We walk up to the dog, and we're like, "Oh, this dog isn't our dog," and. What ended up happening is we just took the dog in for a couple hours because it had a tag, so we were calling the numbers on the tag. And it's funny that um, the person whose house it belonged to was two houses away from ours. <laughs> I would have just assumed it was a really elaborate costume. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a little puppy. He was a little happy. Chipper came in. We had him on the porch. He was chewing on all the cat's toys. and. <laughs> But yeah, it was. I wonder what was it was quite the experience. I was like to my girlfriend, I was like, "No, we're not taking this in. We have enough pets. We are not." You guys could open like a Korean uh, diner, though. <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah, no, yeah. You you can. Yeah, I'll make I'll make mention of that tonight in the um Flocking Dead thread. G okay. <laughs> She doesn't I think know. you should. Yeah, you know, it's uh, authentic Canadian food. Do you really need a Korean diner in a post-apocalyptic world? Yes, because we get hungry too. <laughs> There's a lot of things we need in a post-apocalyptic world, Mark. Olive Garden. <laughs> fuck fuck money. money. You know, director of operations. <laughs> All that shit. caps. Scouts for zombies. Anyone see that yet? I just heard about it yesterday. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna what? find a way to stream that shit on the network. Otherwise known as my computer. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find it. Man, I got uh I got the sources. Hey, anybody watch Ash vs. Evil Dead? No, I don't watch that stuff. I have a downgraded cable service, so I don't really watch anything unless it's on Hulu or I buy the season on Amazon. Okay. Well, I did put the link in the chat. 
<laughs> threads. I got That's it. I, I, it's, uh, it went up yesterday morning somehow, even though it's supposed to come out at night. I don't know. Someone must have got a leak. I don't care. Whatever. I can't get stars anyway. It's not even available in Canada, so I don't feel like I'm stealing. I'm just borrowing. <laughs> You're importing. Yeah, it's a stream, you know, like a golden shower or something like that. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, I recommend it if you're a fan of the series. If not, you probably won't like it. Yeah, but I'm, if not you are, a, I'm not. I was not a fan of the series, though. I did. I did go out, and I know she's not here, so I can spoil the Christmas. She doesn't listen to this thing live, so I went out to my comic book store and bought. I found out it was signed later. A signed Ash McFarland toys action figure. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. That had to cost you a bit. It was sixty bucks. But oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Plus, like I said, I knew the guy. I know the guy who runs the store, so he probably gave me a little bit more of a discount too. You could have gotten three pictures of Virgil for that. <laughs> I could have downed them off the internet for free. So <laughs> you could have got Virgil to follow you, JT Hogan, and JTG. Could have gotten Virgil on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I want someone to offer him twenty dollars to come on the show. Sounds like you have a volunteer, Mark. No, not yeah. me. Cassidy, well, I'm, Cassidy. Boy, I'm not. <laughs> all right, yeah, Cassidy's well, been putting Martin, all this work. Of that, let us know. Cassidy's been putting all this work in to get us all these guests, and not once has Virgil's name come up. Well, Cassidy, get on it, dude. Well, if Cassidy gets them for free. He'd have to pay for Virgil. That's true. No one really, really wants Virgil. We're just. <laughs> It would be very awkward. It would just be silent for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then J JT quietly would just say fuck money and we'd all laugh. And Virgil would... You wouldn't get it. They'd probably call some of us son or something like that. Do you pay up that fuck money, bitch? Yeah, I pay that up, bitch. You got my fuck money. Bend over, bitch. Virgil coming live via satellite at Olive Garden. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Virgil, Virgil and Josh. <laughs> Josh is half his age, but somehow his manager. <laughs> well, we're talking. I'm talking about Josh from our morning show, who also loves Olive Garden. Oh, jeez. Uh -huh. uh, that's that's the DJ from your morning show that uh, yeah. listens to this show. Apparently, yes, he's, he's he's listened at least once. At least yes. once. I hope he's listening now because I'm hoping the call, the quality is better this week. You're you're coming out pretty pretty good. I listen. Yeah, I don't know how quiet I am. I can't hear. I can't hear myself with your headphones. You, you sound great, man. I I listened awesome. back to last week's show and it was just distortion. Man. I listen back every week because I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> I listened back yeah, I last hate week. The sound of my own voice. I can't listen. See, to the, yeah, yeah, good. Me, I have a job. Me, for me and G the same. Me me and, me and Mark are the same. <laughs> yeah, I can't like the sound of my voice. I just okay. That's what it is. <laughs> if if you listen back to the show every week, I do have a, a a request for you: is if we have guests on to get me some highlights typed up, because Cassidy was asking me to do it. And I'm trying to listen to the show, and I'm like, man, this sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even listen. I'm sure the interview wasn't that bad. No, the interview was fine. Just the, <laughs> the quality of the audio was just it was a little overmodulated. I think. Yeah, a little bit. If I had to group. Oh, George loves auto tune. <laughs> uh, nobody loves auto tune. Oh, that that that. We're, 
episode 300, we're going to have an all auto tune podcast. <laughs> we could do it too. Every, everybody is going to be T Pain. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably make that happen too. Speaking of. I just... certainly could. But <laughs> again, I don't hate auto tunes. Oh, I use it. Most people who uh, know auto tune know of it from what you're talking about, the way it's overused with vocals. But as a subtle tool for actual audio engineers. Well, we're talking talking, talking about talking about auto tune, and we're talking about distortion. We have a concert promoter that just jumped in our chat, <laughs> jumped in well, jumped into our conversation. Pat, how you doing? Concert promoter, radio show host. It's all the same thing, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, on on that auto tune topic, though, I, I just caught the tail end of that. Um, a lot more metal bands and a lot more like quote unquote heavy bands definitely use that than I think. Uh, I think people necessarily think I, I've like noticed, especially with bands who have uh, like screaming vocals and then like clean vocals as well. It's uh, it's kind of interesting because then you see them play it live and they can't pull it off worth shit. So it's it's kind of funny to watch if you can't if you can record it but you can't play it live. Just don't bother putting it on the record, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I actually kind of dig it on some albums, uh, like Avenged Sevenfold, self-titled. Uh, yeah. That one came off really well, and it was their first time. Uh, using auto-tune. It was their first self-produced one, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Most definitely. Well, when I was playing and I was in the studio, the first thing that was told to me was, if you can't do it live, it's not going on this It's not going on this track. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I don't care. <laughs> 100%. What have you guys been listening to lately, though? I haven't too, been listening to anything made after 1999. <laughs> too much, too much to, too much to actually list here. If you want to know, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty big. Um, it's been a, it's I, been, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, it's, it's all good. Um, I've been in a huge uh, Coheed and Cambria uh, vortex. I, I get I get in the moods once in a while, and I'll just listen to one band for for a long time, and then switch up with something else. Is their new record good? I heard that one song, You Got Spirit Kid, and it, it blew me away in the fact that it sounded like something completely different, but it still sounded pretty sweet. So, like, is the entire record kind of like that, or is it just that one particular um, song? I haven't listened to the uh, the new record yet, but if, you know, if it's like any of the previous ones, it's going to be pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they're an awesome band. I saw them at... Uh, Riot Fest in Toronto, uh, about like a month and a half ago. Always yeah, good I, stuff. I, I saw them uh, a few years back at the uh, New York State Fair, and it was the best live show I've ever seen. They were just amazing. That's rad. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of like I've been listening to just so much because I'm I'm I listen. I probably have like God knows how many CDs I've been listening to. Like I've got uh, today. I was listening to our break song this week's by the Winery Dogs. I'm I've been listening to them lately yeah. a lot. Nice. Um, Ugly Kid Joe. I got I've been listening to their new record. Um, another um, Pentagram. I got another CD here. Great, great, great metal band. Um, According to Maven fan, you've been listening to Taylor Swift. Well, Maven fans, <laughs> Maven fans, clueless. So you know. Also, Jeez. according to Maven fan, Pat's wearing a dress and has two French braids. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um. Yeah, I've been like I've been there's just so much. I'm trying to think what else I've been listening to. Really, I just I started listening to the new Def Leppard today. They just came out Friday. I've been oh. dig- I just got that. It sounds pretty good so far. I'm about four songs into it. It's it's really good. Holy shit! You know? I had no idea Def Leppard was coming out with a new record. But <laughs> speaking like of bands that are way over like 
that age of being a, a band for more than 30 years, uh, the new Iron Maiden album is like super sick and kind of it's, caught me off guard. I was surprised. It's amazing. That's that's, a, that's another one. That's another great record that I've got. It's just blows you away the, the fact of the matter he recorded that record with the cancer yeah and he still sounds like that yeah it's it's unreal uh another pretty good one that i listened to recently that kind of caught me off guard was uh the new queen's album it's like it's more really back towards kind of like their the the stuff that they were doing in the 80s and this new vocalist that they have todd latori this guy had never played in a band until he was 37 years old uh, completely 100% self-trained with his vocals and if you listen to that album you're just like how did this guy not really sing in any bands or do anything like that until he was almost 40 years old and you know now he's like 41 42 so it's uh, pretty crazy and that's a really good record too and Maven, Maven fan says you have a mullet <laughs> I kind of do I guess right now I don't know my hair's all over the place It's it's hard to tell man it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't know if I have a beard because I'm way too lazy to shave or if it's that like I just I want to have a beard I really don't know because like li living here in Toronto especially man you should some of the shit that I see uh, as far as like men's and women's fashion on a daily basis you just want to go up to the people and be like okay I I'm not the fashion police but like what the fuck motivated you to wanna to wanna wear that out in public today? Like I could not even see myself wearing that if I was a seven year old. My parents were like, "Pat, you go and you pick out whatever you want to wear today, and that's what you're gonna wear, and we're gonna go out in public." Uh, some pretty like crazy stuff, but I mean, I'm not up with all the fashion, so what do I know? Well, that's like Syracuse. That you come come to Syracuse. That's what you see. That same shit in Syracuse. It's like <laughs> going to what? any Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. See, I grew up in Niagara Falls, and Niagara Falls is like the least fashionable place you could ever be. And they have a fashion mall. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think I've been in that fashion mall. Isn't it at the bottom of like a giant building? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That's that's. Uh, that's like the old Rainbow Mall, I think you're thinking that's of. That's probably the one I was. I know it was been in closed for like so ghetto. Oh, that, yeah. It's like an entire uh, city of uh, Bills jerseys and pajama pants. That, that's yeah, that's that's pretty accurate, dude. Seriously. <laughs> but they have they have a fashion mall because you know everybody in Niagara Falls needs to get the latest fashions, I guess. <laughs> is isn't I know it's not related to fashion, but I mean I guess if you're wearing white pants, your fashion could take. A uh, terrible turn after eating some of this, but is Mighty Taco still around in Western yes. New York? Yes, indeed. It's actually coming to Central New York, too. Is it really? Yeah, cool. yeah we're getting one in, uh, in the Syracuse area. There you go. Which <laughs> is about goddamn time. I've only ever had it once, but when I did have it, it was fantastic. So good. Oh, it's excellent. Yeah, come up to Buffalo, man. We'll get some get some mighty taco. He's in go Toronto. He's got to go down to Buffalo. Uh, well, you know, what get I your directions. He knows. Straight, he Joe. knows what I mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? Buffalo yeah. is the center of the universe. It is. <laughs> Ask anybody there. <laughs> hey, man! If, if if you guys have been watching that uh, that Eichel kid play, he looks like he is on a completely different planet right now. The 
He's going to be amazed for years to come for the Sabres, that's for sure. That's what we're hoping here. Kind of like Mick Jesus up in Edmonton, right, G? Yeah, well, yeah. He's got the uh, the point lead. Yeah, I know he does. Rookies. <laughs> yeah, so what is it, an 11-game point streak now? Nice. Or 11 Man. points, something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But Eichel's good. He's going to be fine. I keep telling Joe yeah. to stop making it a competition. Like, it's not... We're not going to know it for 20 years who was actually yeah. quote-unquote yeah. better. For sure. That that goal that Talbot gave up last night with like nine seconds left, though, man. Oh, so bad. Now it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it's thing is, after you watch your team lose for 10 fucking years, it doesn't really bug you as much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also, after you watch your team win five Stanley Cups as a kid, you realize you're a spoiled little bitch if you complain. <laughs> yeah. so, I uh, I don't hate any hockey teams anymore. I don't blame or fault anyone for hating one. It's just I know I'm spoiled. And if I, if I you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it just, I feel like such a dick at this point in my life if I if I get into that type of argument. Like, I'll troll, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like because at the back of my head, I realize like there's I have friends who've friend, never seen their team win a cup and might never. I'm not saying you know Vancouver will never win one, but they might. They might go completely without, right? Buffalo, you guys, one day maybe you'll get a cup. I hope you do, but but until then, they'll get the participation award. <laughs> no, <laughs> you never know. It's a weird sport, man. It's a weird sport. For sure. Those playoffs can be just killer. Well, I mean, like, look at right now, even like the Ducks, you know, they, they come within a game of the Stanley Cup last year, and now they're like 1 8 and 2 to start the season. Uh, pretty brutal, but I have no doubt that they're going to get back on track and make the playoffs. I think that's uh, pretty much a given. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird slumps. Crosby's been like pretty much pointless. Yeah, and he he was projected to be the the scoring title leader. I don't think he's gonna be now. No, not at all. Uh, if anyone who picked him first overall in fantasy sports is probably really pissed off. <laughs> but Definitely. I I sure didn't. <laughs> I got Ovi. Nice. Now he was my first pick overall in the one pool I got uh, that slot in. But you know, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Like it's. We're just barely on the, in, the the beginning of the season, and I'll be happy if if Edmonton is at least a bubble team that misses the playoffs barely. <laughs> that would be a noted improvement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But online on the internet, <laughs> the cultural of outrage continues. <laughs> <laughs> We're the internet. We're supposed to be mad at everything. Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying not to get into arguments with people. It's so hard sometimes. Even when it's good, we still say it's bad. <laughs> That's true. A local sports team loses, trade all the players. Final <laughs> jam. That's especially well, true around here. Yeah, it's even happened. in Toronto, man. It's It's been crazy here with the Blue Jays. Like Blue Jay fever was at like an all-time high. People are paying like $500 for nosebleed seats, like literally the top of the fucking Sky Dome where you cannot see anything. Been there. And then and then they went and then they went home. Uh, you know, they were down three games to one. Uh, made it 3-2, went back to Kansas City. 
Um, some Amish-looking dude with glasses decided he was going to pull a home run over the from uh, over the wall into his glove, which kind of sucked. But uh, I don't know. I think the better team won. And but like the the way Toronto sports fans are, I mean, everyone talks about you know how you know Toronto is the mecca of hockey. Da 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 da. You would not think so if you would hear some of the fans talk on the sports radio here. Just people in general, the way they react. The Leafs win three games in a row. Oh, man, we're going to the Cup. It's going to be great. Yeah. Already planning the parade down Young Street. Yeah. And yeah. it's just fans are so fickle here. It's unreal. Like when they went down to – when the Jays went down 2 nothing to Texas, people were just like, oh, well, fuck this. Like, of course, uh, Toronto sports team is just going to disappoint us in the first round again. And they came back, and everyone was back on board right away. It was a, it's kind of sad, but I mean, I'm sure it's like that in most other cities when a yeah, team that, gets hot. That that's like that's like how it is in Buffalo when they start winning. You know, oh Super Bowl bound, Super Bowl bound. You know, and it's like, well, and then they flounder and like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember the memes when earlier this year when they played when they talked so much shit and they played the Patriots and then they got the shit kicked out of them. It's like yeah. I saw the meme the next day, but we talk so hard. Yeah. <laughs> we talk so much shit. Uh, that was a good one for sure. Yeah, but then again, like here, like here, Syracuse, the Syracuse Orange started three and zero, and everybody's like, national championship, national championship. Five losses later, fire the coach, fire the coach. Holy shit! That that was interesting last night with Duke and Miami, and now they're now like the, they've come out and said the ACC or the NCAA. They've come out and said that the refs made the wrong call. They're all suspended, but like they aren't going to overturn the result of the game. Which I don't know. I mean, if you come out and admit that the officials made the wrong call and that wrong call was a touchdown, and if the team would have scored a touchdown, the other team would have won. I think that they should overturn that. I mean, especially considering you know Duke going into that game was six and one. That makes their record seven and one. I mean, a six and two record. They might be kind of on the cusp of a bowl game. That that could be, you know, really big for them when it when it comes down to it at the end of the season. That you know that blown call could really kind of mess up their chances of uh, playing in a bowl game, which kind of sucks. Yeah, hey, hold George. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. That's uh, we have dead air because we're so used to him just jumping in and saying something. <laughs> Uh, have you guys touched base on wrestling just yet? I know I hopped in uh, <laughs> we, a little late, so I didn't know if you guys had talked about uh, well, we any of this. Oh, stuff. yeah, it's a wrestling we, podcast. We, we changed the format, we, whereas we don't talk wrestling until the second half of the show. But, yeah, we did <laughs> oh, talk okay, a little. Right. We talked a little bit about We did talk a little bit before. Word, word. I see. What would you like to talk about? Was there anything you want to talk about? We could talk. We talk. We do talk about it. We just the, it's a, we do mostly shooting the shit the first hour. But is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, I just want to know what you guys think of the Young Bucks because it seems any of my friends are split on them. Half of them absolutely love them. Think they're the greatest tag team other ever and the other half is fuck these stupid smarks. <laughs> like they, These guys are absolutely tarnishing wrestling, super kicking little kids in the ring. This is ridiculous. But you know, with their new deal, which I think the way that they teased it, yeah, it was kind of cool, but for them to be teasing all these different companies and then to be like oh like we signed exclusively with ROH besides you know uh, doing PWG and I think uh, there's one other indie out there that I'm completely forgetting about um, it's New Japan and PWG they're allowed oh, okay. to do dates but Ring of Honor has priority 
it's kind of like uh, the uh, the original Samoa Joe deal that he yeah. had for that week. Yeah, where like the WWE would get priority, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll chime in on that. I I think that's they're businessmen, and of course they're gonna play the field. They're they're one of the most sought after tag teams because they have a, a rabid following. So for them to get the best possible deal, which is apparently better than what NXT offered them, good on them. Mm. Oh yeah, you know? sure. Like, your, how long is your career in wrestling? Make, make all the money you can while you can. Like any other, you know, physical sport, like football or, you know, hockey, for example. Very, very short careers, potentially. Wrong, wrong, wrong injury, you know? Yeah, um, with, with the style that they do, yeah, it's sensational. Sure. Um, but is it is it much different than some of the other shit we've seen? Really? I mean, yeah. I've seen Japanese matches where guys wrestle fuck dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Chuck Taylor in the slow motion hand grenade. Yeah. Brian Pillman wrestled a giant pencil once. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, you know, I, I'll jump in. I, I saw the, I went to an ROH show about a month ago, and uh, it was supposed to be the Young Bucks. They were the, uh, the main advertised attraction besides, of course, Jay Lethal. Uh, and uh, one of them couldn't make it. I, I was I was a Nick whose wife had the baby. I, I don't I don't remember. But uh the other one was there and like he had the whole crowd like in the palm of his hand, so I don't know, I mean people can talk shit all they want, but these kids are over and they're very yeah. exciting to watch. Yeah. Well, yeah, Coaster and I saw them the ne- the next night after you did and you know, I you know, yeah, he they're I think they're over. I'm one of those it's like I still don't like I just see it as Okay, they're crotch chops doing the DX socket and super kicks. They're trying to, you know, they're 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 going for the niche niche um, attitude era fans, so they know they're gonna get. That's how they're gonna get over. I'm not saying they suck, but I'm just saying that I'm I don't get, I I don't see the they're being so. Great. That's you know? the uh, that's the so bullet club. Police scanner in the background. <laughs> it's the pop pop puppet. I am actually at work right now. I. Uh... A couple months ago, this is like kind of a weird but awesome story at the exact same time. Um, a couple months ago, I got a job at the airport just doing like uh, parking and ferry stuff at the uh, downtown Toronto airport. And basically a job that usually people who are here between like a year to two years, it, it takes that long to get like to the spot. But after two weeks, they're like, we clearly see that like it's a wasted, like you're like a, a wasted person over here on the mainland. So we're going to throw you in the control tower and uh, you're going to kind of like run that. And I was like, okay, sweet. But um, what ends up happening on days like today where it's pretty dead? I mean, Pearson Airport is the main airport in Toronto. And uh, the Billy Bishop, this one's uh, quite a bit smaller. Um, it's only uh, like, a, I think, single engine like jet planes. It's not like any of the big ones. So uh, like a day like today, they just fired a guy. And funny enough, the guy who actually got me the job here... Um, and they're like, hey, man, can you work a double today? Which would be 5 a.m. to midnight. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's going to be pretty slow. I can go on the Internet up here and just kind of mess around or just do what I'd be doing if I was at home. So it's uh, it's all kind of worked out. So it's uh, it's kind of rad. And they always uh, work around like any of my radio stuff. Uh, they don't schedule me on days that I have my show. And uh, anytime I have to go to like shows to interview bands they always make sure just to like schedule me in the morning so uh that's kind of a like like a definitely a big plus with it but uh 
there are most definitely times where my coworkers, even though they have worked here way longer than me, uh, make me want to pull my hair out from the stupid <laughs> fucking questions that they ask me. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does so this red button do? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just one second. <laughs> and now he actually has to go do his job. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> uh, that was good timing, I guess, of <laughs> getting that phone call. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he messaged me right before we went on the air, and he says, "Hey, I got 19-hour work day and some downtime." Can I come on the show? Like, yeah, sure. Just jump right in. (laughs) (laughs) And it works out. I feel like I've been saying that I'm going to come on the show for like literally like (laughs) two or three fucking years now. So I was finally just like, you wonder what? I should totally just come on the show today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, well, anytime you want, man. (laughs) You've got our Skype. Just jump right in. We're here every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Now, does any does anybody who who's here uh, like doing the show right now? Do any of you guys still post in the flock? I have not like been in there or looked at anything on there in a while. But it seemed like the last <laughs> time that I checked, now it's just like all just like super fucking massive amounts of spam from random people, and it just it's like this <laughs> I, is really weird. I post in the the we well I post in the the beer thread and the flocking debt. And that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do the beer thread once in a while. I yeah, post every now kind of a funny then. thing. Um, I'm actually one of the admins in there now, again. Oh, nice. Which is a soap opera story in itself, and I wouldn't bother getting into that. <laughs> what, we kind of splintered everything out. Um, so, yeah, like, the Flocking Dead is the Walking Dead flock group, and we have one for, like, all sports pretty much covered now. Uh, the baseball oh. one's the biggest. Hockey one's the board hockey fan, kind of usurp that yeah so it kind of it, it makes the flock a little more dead but it, it keeps like people towards their interests more yeah for you know sure. and, it, and that way it usually prevents a lot of stupid ass arguments too where people yeah. just come in and say ha gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100%. so yeah that's kind of I guess sums up in a nutshell what's, what's happened but yeah the beer thread's the best thread in the fucking flock <laughs> I see. Yeah, well, I'll be posting in there later. Because, because, well, the funny thing is, the, because of the flock beer thread now, I fucking, I go ever, I try and look and see, I'm like, let's see, what can I get different this week that I can post in the flock? Because G has like 400 different posts in the thing of uh, a different beer. It, it helps that you have like a, a really good craft beer section just a couple of houses down from you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you heard though. Like in Alberta, you guys are about to get absolutely screwed with uh, with taxes on your alcohol and cigarettes and anything like that. I, I read something about the uh, the NDP government basically like jacking up the uh, percentage it costs for craft brewers to uh, like have their shit in the stores and whatnot, and, like produce it. They uh, jumped it up like two hundred and sixty percent or something. It's crazy. So Alberta. Yeah, so Alberta is turning into uh, New York then. <laughs> it's it's already in effect. Um, most of the stores have already shifted their prices. That's uh, it is what it is. It's the government, you know. Well, yeah. uh, it was, it was, it's really hard to say 
how exactly every company will be affected too. It's, I'm not really 100% sure if they changed some of the policies, um, but they did have an incentive for local breweries to keep their prices down previously. I hope they didn't get rid of that because that, that'll just hurt business, man. Yeah, for sure. Not just my pocket. I mean, obviously, <laughs> more money, more beer. Yeah. But but at the same time, there are a lot of good micros out in, uh, in Alberta that it would kind of suck if you know, if I was running one of those companies, if that incentive is gone, I I, I really don't know. Yeah, uh, for not, sure. The, the, the new budget, like, is uh, I haven't had a chance to go through the whole thing because it's just dropped. You're right, like I was, about a week ago, and they they put that off intentionally. They were waiting for the federal election result. But hey, we're gonna have legalized weed soon, so that's cool. Hell <laughs> yeah! Justin I don't know Trudeau, Jack Swagger will be. <laughs> he'll uh when he gets a chance to get out all that pussy that he's you know having I'll, like sign a bell or something push it forward get back to it hot box in ottawa man did, did, did you see that clip uh g from uh this hour is 22 minutes yeah that yeah, was it's on my, i saw that this morning it's uh <laughs> it's pretty awesome yeah, so so for for you guys who don't know, like maybe you've heard of this hour's twenty two minutes, but uh, basically it's just kind of like a satirical look on like politics here in Canada and just kind of the current issues and whatnot. And uh, one of one of the uh, anchors, one of the guys that's on the show, um, I believe he's with uh, Justin Trudeau in the uh, like the prime minister's office or something of that effect, and. Uh, he, he asked him, he says, uh, Mr. Trudeau, I understand that you, uh, while you were an MP, a member of parliament, the equivalent to a senator in the States, uh, you smoked marijuana. Um, so I just had to uh, ask you, like, uh, like, is it okay if I smoke this joint? And he starts laughing, like, hysterically, and he goes, there is no way that you are hotboxing my office right now. <laughs> it was awesome. But... We will have to wait and see what happens with uh, with all that stuff. I I personally think it's a good idea because I mean the amount of money that they could make back on taxes in that and you know put towards uh, getting out of this gigantic deficit that we're in. Uh, I think it's it just makes total sense. Well, and the cost of making it a you know a criminal act, yeah. free up money for those resources too. Like we we don't have the same levels of incarceration like some parts of the states have or have had problematic you know like in california when they had the three strikes rule and all that shit but yeah i mean that's you're, it's exactly that like if you're bringing money in regardless of whether you want to smoke the shit or not you know i'm all for it but i mean i don't because i i don't see it as as a big issue i think the real issue is going to be um people's have been surrounded by this information for like over a century that it's the devil and all this crap misinformation yeah. and I think alleviating that that's going to take gener that's going to be like a full generation man no for sure 100% yeah but yeah you're right we'll have to see how it plays out it looks like they're going that route um, there's a lot of big changes that could potentially occur um, one big one of course is the keystone how that plays out we got a, we got a big shift coming in the states in a year or two so yeah shit shit could get 
fucking scary down there, guys. I am not gonna lie. Uh, I would get your uh, your applications ready to become citizens of Canada. Uh, we'd love to have you up here. <laughs> but if uh, if uh, what's what's that guy's name? I believe it's Ben Carson. Uh, if him or Donald Trump are running in the United States of America, that shit would be pretty scary, man. Don't don't worry. Donald Trump's not gonna be president. Don't worry. He's not. <laughs> But he's I think he is. A problem it's South Park style. But he's a WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What did you say, Coaster? Oh, I don't even remember now. <laughs> you said something because we were all. Someone said something. Enough, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm not worried. About, I, I'm not worried about Trump being president. He's not. It's not going to happen. It was just. It's. It's a show. You know, he's already starting to slip anyway. So. It, it, it by the by six months from now we'll, it'll be all forgotten. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people seem to think too that uh, Donald Trump ran well, quote unquote, was running for president to create a distraction for uh, Hillary Clinton to basically uh, come and do her whole thing. But I don't know if I believe that. But I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've been following it uh, super closely. But uh, of all kind of the videos that I've seen, the debates and whatnot. It seems like Bernie Sanders is uh, is the best guy for the job. Well, that that's basically what the, a lot of the people. That's what the, from what the from what I what I see online, and I'm not believing everything online, but I, he he's giving her Hillary some stiff competition, and I that's what a lot of people are, you know, they're they're going towards him. Like I'm not completely in the Bernie Sanders shot. I think he's still I think he's still playing the politician role really well, where he's saying a lot of shit that people like. That's why he's got the following he's got. But I'm gonna wait and see. I'm not gonna say I'm 100% behind Sanders. I'm not. I'm gonna wait and see what it is. I'm not gonna. It's not even 2016 yet. I'm not even gonna worry about it. You know, every time I see uh, see his name on like Facebook and online and stuff, I keep misreading it as Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> August, uh, same here. Detroit Lions. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh what man, those. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would vote for Barry Sanders. I <laughs> so would. Man, the lines are terrible though, man. That game this morning. Oh boy. Oh man, I forgot there was even football this morning, man. <laughs> I was up at seven o'clock. Oh damn. Oh Maven I mean... fan says noise for president. <laughs> no response from noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm formulating my strategy. He's formulating his strategy. There you go. First of all, I need to make it so that non-Americans can run for president. <laughs> well, Schwarzenegger well, tried it. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like Futurama, uh, Futurama soon, with how they were electing presidents in the year three thousand, presidents of the world. Bring back that T tax straight, Mark. Damn straight. Uh, the noise is gonna run on me. Fine until you bastards threw it all in the water. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna tie this all back into wrestling a little bit uh, with uh, Trump. Um, what if this whole thing with Zeb Coulter uh, being not racist anymore leads to a WrestleMania match against Trump? Hair, hair versus mustache. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, and it, it's actually funny that you say that, because I was thinking the exact same thing last week. It's just like, 
It's almost as if the WWE realized when, like, I guess Zeb, who I know is, like, still in pretty rough shape after his surgery and stuff, hence why he's out there in the, uh, in the motor scooter. But it's almost as if the WWE writers were like, holy shit, we had a character that was basically everything that Donald Trump has been saying over this presidential campaign that he's running for. We have to completely do a 180 and have him be super accepting of all nationalities and everyone coming together. Like, it just seems so, like, so weird and forced right now. I'm hoping, uh, you know, Dutch Mantel, him, him adding his touch, he can uh, make this work. But, I mean, them forcing the whole Mexi-America thing down uh, everyone's throats, I don't know. I feel like maybe we'll get a pissed-off Jack Swagger being like no we don't want any mexicans in our country and then he you know him and del rio feud or some shit like that but i don't know the funny thing about that is and i'm glad i'm not the only one who saw it is del rio just he looked like he hated what he was doing oh yeah his body language was just insane he was just radiating hatred I think part of that was he didn't want to be back at WWE, but... <laughs> then he saw his contract, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And then Mysterio saw his contract and said, you know what, I think I might want to come back. Mysterio was being paid to not wrestle. He what was. the fuck yeah. is wrong with that? Yeah, that uh, that leaping Lanny Poffo deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, He look was at basically you. being paid so he couldn't work for anyone else. I would love that deal. Pretty much. It, I'd sit there pretending to be looking for work for other companies so they paid me more not to. <laughs> <laughs> Think of JTG2 back in the day. That was so funny, all the memes and shit, and then they finally let him go, and he's like, man, you guys blew it for me. I really think they completely forgot he worked there. I genuinely believe that. That happens. Jimmy Wang Yang knows all about that. <laughs> and Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Well, speaking of Mysterio, quote unquote from him, uh, but going back, never say never. I didn't leave on bad terms. There's no dispute or bad intention on me leaving. So if there is an opportunity down the road and both parties agree to it, why not? I'd like to see him come back and put over Kalisto. Yeah, I, I think you know. I think if they if they did a tag team with those two, and then eventually somewhere down the line they yeah, turn the, on the each other. The thing is though, they. Yeah, I, they seem to think Kalisto is failing, but he's not been given a chance because he's been in a tag team and that's, with I the just, worst guy ever. Yeah, I, I was reading that. Singles wrong. I was reading that, and they they feel like Kalisto's failed because he was teaming with Sin Cara and has that uh, Sin Cara stink on him. <laughs> well, he does. So just split them up and let them put on some pretty cool lucha matches. And yeah, see, see that would make sense, but you know their mentality and oh yeah if it makes sense it doesn't happen right well with their mentality of three-man factions if mysterio comes back they're just gonna be they're gonna team up with zeb and have a foursome they're gonna be like mexico (laughs) no they'll be mex america it's gonna be the riding on horse over again (laughs) 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 that's it that's the wrestlemania match donald trump's of real americans Versus the Mex Americans, and if the Amer- if the Mexicans lose, they have to sit and lawnmower Donald Trump's house. <laughs> well, there's a bigger issue than just simply splitting them, though. I mean, these even Stephen Booking that they 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 stubbornly stick with. It doesn't help any guys. You push them a bit, pull them back, push them a bit. It's the guy's hot. Just fucking run with it. Like, yep. You know, 
Dolph, what is this? Dolph Ziggler disease? Is that what we should call it? I mean, you know, uh, if you oh, want to... It's Cesaro. Like, this guy's money, and they don't capitalize on it. It's And right now, they should be doing that. Because well, not, I think they are trying to start again. The commentary, even though he lost, they were really putting him over on commentary. Like, so much for him in the doghouse. But they really need to just pick one of these guys that's not named Roman and run with it right now because you got Cena out, Orton out you know, those are their big draws whether, you know, us internet fans or whatever, you know, where we stand on those guys, they are the big draws they're both gone I want to go back to your point that, you know, if a guy's hot, just run with him I mean, you you want proof that that works, look who's on the cover of WWE 2K16 No, that's (laughs) because of the pun that is genuinely because of Austin 316. It's okay. Austin 216 now. But still, this is a guy that hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania 19 on the cover of a video game in 2016 because he got over and he ran with it with the 316. If it wasn't for the 316 and uh, and everybody showed up the next night at Raw with signs that said Austin 316, would Austin have been as hot? Yeah, that's not true though because he gave the 316 speech and it was about a year later that he actually got pushed yeah, so yeah the seed was planted but it didn't really really bloom yeah. Austin is also, but Austin is still a case for if they're hot go with them because if they were like oh the 316 speech didn't get over let's just bury him there'd be no Austin today well yeah. we, well, we wouldn't be no Austin but we wouldn't have no Austin on this podcast right Austin well, that's right let, let me tell you something. Um, WWE 2K16 is brought to you by Profiles.com. And uh, you guys know about uh, Uber? <laughs> Dude. That's Canadian, and I don't think it's allowed in Canada. I, I live in Western yeah, New we York, and we don't have Uber. <laughs> you don't have it here. I have, a, I have an app. We, we have it in Toronto, and I took it to work this morning at 4.30 in the morning. Dude, yeah, there's uh, life-changing money with Uber. All he needs we a driver's license like a in the car. Ago, man. <laughs> Can I get a ride, Stone Cold? Hell yeah. Right on. Right. You, don't want, you don't want to know what kind of ride Stone Cold will give you with all the erectile dysfunction medicine he's on. <laughs> Let me tell you about uh, Scrooge. All you need is a car, driver's license, and a bag of Cialis. <laughs> I still love how he turned um, the fact that he takes Cialis into a promo about how much sex he gets. <laughs> Once you once you get in the bed, you're gonna you're gonna work snug, not stiff. Actually, you're gonna work real stiff. <laughs> yeah, hundred hundred milligrams of pure rattlesnake venom going in there. <laughs> All right. Well, Austin's one example, and and if we take a look a couple of years ago, who was on the cover of uh, I think it was two K thirteen was The Rock. Another guy. Two K fourteen, yeah. Was two K fourteen? WB thirteen was was punk. Okay. Yeah. So two K fourteen. That one. Two K fourteen. You got the rock. Punk that was pretty cool. You've got the rock. This guy came into the company smiling, wearing fucking ugly fucking gear, <laughs> not getting over at all, and then he starts gaining popularity. They run with it. This guy's one of the biggest megastars in the world right now. Yeah, and I mean, like... If a guy isn't quite working, but you know he's got potential, then switch up what he's doing. Roman Reigns, I'd say he does have a whole lot of potential, but people don't like what he is right now. Just change him like he's the rock. I I agree. Like, I I think, yeah, like, people give Roman a lot of shit, but, like, 
Think back to the first Rock promos, like even before he was in Nation. And he's doing his promos in this monotone voice. Because Rocky Maivia is going to beat your ass. <laughs> it's literally Randy what he said about it. Sounded like Randy Orton's on the show now. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Somebody. No, oh. no one. No, no, no. <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh. The only thing okay. anyone calls Randy Orton is boring. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I was watching Raw on Monday. I, I put on the first half hour. I because I had a half hour to kill and I'm like okay I'm gonna watch half hour of Raw and Roman Reigns music hit and I fell asleep I was late for work <laughs> because of Roman Reigns overall Raw was actually pretty good because it was, it was a actually lot of good wrestling but it's still too fucking long yeah it, three it three hours way too long now is 2K16 any good has anybody played it yet I've heard that there's some glitches but other people have told me it's amazing I've seen some amazing character creations but I've not heard much in the way of actual gameplay but I've just seen a lot of people having fun like the PWG 2K16 is pretty good <laughs> but the, the graphics are as always shit I mean I saw a match between Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man and it took me like half a minute to think oh that's Macho Man <laughs> oh wow did you see the one that was uh, they they were in the Bill Cosby arena? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. it's the Bill Cosby. It was Macho Man versus Warrior. I was like, who the fuck's that? Oh, it's Macho Man. <laughs> I knew it was Macho Man. I was just like paying way too much attention to all the Bill Cosby stuff around the ring. <laughs> they even had the they had the, the the steps were painted up like the Bill Cosby sweaters. <laughs> and I've also seen a H face arena. There's a lot of cool shit. Another H face title as jeez. <laughs> oh, there was one where the Wyatt family came out as a new day. I saw that, the new Wyatt. <laughs> the last years while well, they had the Wyatt family is the Funkadactyls. People always do that and it's pretty fun. And like with, with the, oh, the, new the new Bray. Bray, the new Bray, that's what it was, yeah. Yep. I, I, I can I can hear Luke Harper just clapping going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> it's just gimmick, that's what he does. <laughs> They were, there was that, that photo a few weeks ago that uh, Chris Jericho posted with everybody in the Luke Harper t-shirts, and I actually saw somebody comment, what does yeah, yeah, yeah mean? <laughs> like, you obviously haven't seen a Luke Harper match. <laughs> he doesn't do it so much anymore, but in NXT he was doing it all the time. No, he, he's learned new words. Yeah, now he can actually, like, talk. <laughs> Still can't wash a wife beater, though. No, apparently not. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I bet he smells really good. I, <laughs> I've had that conversation before. <laughs> my my ex-wife said the same thing. Just a, a, appearance aside, he probably smells like like Old Spice and uh, sawdust. <laughs> I think Roman Reigns probably smells the nicest because he looks like he has a shower before every match. Because <laughs> he always just comes out glistening with water. <laughs> yeah, but what if it's sweat? And he's not that out of shape. <laughs> no, he's just that nervous to cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering succotash. Reads, reads the script they give him and just like, oh fuck, this is death. Well, while Brock was on that Go to Hell tour, uh, Roman was on uh, Destroy Any mo mo Momentum I Had by Talking tour. 
at least he, he still puts on some pretty good matches. I really like the one with Kofi, where I was I was surprised it was not a five minute squash. Like, there were times I thought, holy shit, Kofi might actually win. <laughs> <laughs> they handled them good this week too. Um, that main event with four guys, I think they were really able to showcase all of them when do what they need to do with a guy like him, which is hide his weaknesses. That's why he was effective in the Shield, right? Like, that was... Yeah. That was why we loved him in the Shield. He was just a big guy kicking the shit out of people. Good old hot tag Roman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it fit the role. And I, I don't know if you guys caught the main event. I did. Um, I didn't get through Raw immediately. Right. I took a really, few Really, rather than try and turn him into the new Cena, they should give him the Brock Lesnar run. Just give him a manager and not talk, just beat people up. Oh, if he was a Paul Heyman guy, that would be great. Oh, yeah. You don't need to give him Heyman. Just give him Dirty Dutch and let Alberto be a Mexican. <laughs> well, a good Mexican, not... <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I can hear Vince now. Oh, Ro Roman's dark enough to be Mexican, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did make us Samoan a Japanese guy. They did. I was just going to say that. Oh, they made Prince Albert a Japanese guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, at one point in it, they want Rikishi to basically be Yokozuna, too. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like that, for sure. Yeah. Didn't really uh, play out that way, but he, that guy had a fucking lot of gimmicks. Holy shit. Make a difference, Fatu. He did it all for The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no one has more gimmicks than Brutus Beefcake. Oh, God, no. <laughs> had, like, 19. <laughs> Man, I don't know, Damien Sandow is probably pretty close. Yeah. I miss that guy. Oh, yeah. I heard he was supposed to be doing his old gimmick again, but he's still not back. Uh, it's just strictly house shows now. Yeah. I, I just remember when uh, Uncle Cracker did the uh, the X Factor theme. It was like <laughs> Prince Albert, X Pac, and I want to say like Val Venus or somebody. No, it was no, like no, a, just a incredible. That's right. Yeah, just like a super shot, like mid-card kind of faction. I mean, not, like, nothing against, like, those guys. It was just the way that they were booking them at the time that kind of just, like, super buried them. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the weirdest story I have about wrestling is because I didn't watch it until I was, like, 17, but I still played all the games. My favorite wrestler was actually Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. Mark's, Mark's in his living room trying to do the worm along with the video game. <laughs> I'm not going to admit I did that. <laughs> I think we oh, did. shit, I just did. You're not going to deny you did it either. <laughs> I actually didn't know until, like, years later, though, that Grandmaster Sexay was fucking Jerry Lawler's kid. I had no idea. Oh, uh, it was so great when, during the Cole Lawler feud, when he came back and no one cared, but he just kept dancing anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Good old Brian Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Jerry Lawler, um, I don't know if you guys are going to be getting in on that later on, but I uh, heard he got into a car accident. Really? Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, head-on collision. Ooh. Uh, yeah, the king is now taking uh, Matt Hardy's place as the man who's stronger than death. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy fuck, man. But I think he ended up after surviving a fucking heart attack. Uh, so I, yeah, after he after he died on the air and is still doing his commentary. Yeah. And they still feed him pizza and wings. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew. 
Well, really, he's the only guy who drinks it, though. <laughs> I know, because you can, you can see it that no one else ever drinks this. No, but he drinks it, and that how the fuck he had a heart attack <laughs> and he's drinking Mountain Dew and he's still going. It, it's not even Mountain Dew. It's the sh- like I love Mountain Dew. I will say that we don't have enough Mountain Dew up here in Canada, but Diet Mountain Dew is so disgusting. It's not <laughs> like it's unreal. It's an acquired taste. I I drank that shit for like about a year once I, oh, yeah. I dropped some weight though nice. yeah I did too I drank it for a couple of years I didn't think it was all that bad now if Jerry's gonna be out for you know a couple of weeks or a couple of months who do you guys bring in or maybe possibly quote unquote call up from NXT to uh, take his place or do you think we'll just get a Cole Booker T and JBL uh, uh, desk on Raw I, I want to see them go back to a two-man booth. I just fucking hate three-man booths already. Yeah. Just well, just leave Jerry Lawler out so you know there's a space for him when he gets back. Yeah. Your fantasy booking. Well, we all um, know, Jer- you know Jerry doesn't watch the product anyway, so he's just kind of flying blind. Hey, yeah. He'll come back and the other Uso will be back and he'll not know what happened. <laughs> 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 like, when did he get back? <laughs> I, I'd love what? to see them go with Regal and Renee mm. on SmackDown. Yeah. I really want them to make Renee a, a proper commentator, but I don't think they ever will. God damn it, she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do women sucks. know about wrestling? Well, well, Patrick knows probably from watching the score as well. Like, she can totally carry a show. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy, too, to see her go from the score to WWE the way that she has, too. It's, uh... Right now they have Audible, but they don't do anything with him. Yeah. You know oh, who they're yeah. gonna bring back? The coach. Nah, he's still with ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know Nobody what, though? That's... That's that's not actually that far from, uh, from a possibility, though. ESPN, man, they're cutting, like, massive... Massive amounts of staff. Their money is really That got punk on commentary got over, so Reigns on commentary yeah. will get over. And I actually heard as well that these wrestling segments on Sports Center on the Tuesdays the past couple of weeks, they've been the highest rated segments in their Sports Center shows, uh like basically for that time slot and all the other channels and that kind of shit. So that's a uh, pretty interesting and pretty encouraging. I think a lot of uh, you know, casual sports fans, you know, the people Oh, wrestling's fake as fuck. Fuck wrestling. Those people don't realize how big that the wrestling audience is. And a lot of people that watch during the Attitude Era that, you know, when they see a wrestler on SportsCenter, they might go, oh, like, who is this guy? I want to fig- find out who he is. That kind of stuff. So I think, uh, you know, the dedicated wrestling viewership and audience, uh, I really think a lot of the time people really underestimate just how big it is. Well, to be fair, thanks to three-hour roars and a lack of competition, that audience is shrinking every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. It is football season, guys. That happens every year. Yeah. Somebody said... Uh, I, also, I, I, I do agree. It's, I mean, it's, 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 there's a reduction, and it's, if you look at, like, the last decade, sure. But yeah. I don't think the sky is falling through them yet. That, that, would, that would be interesting, because that would force change. Big time. I, I imagine that somebody in the, in the back is telling Vince that the uh, ratings are tanking because, uh, be, you know, because of football, but it's because of the XFL. So it's all in house. <laughs> Vince thinks what, the XFL. Do so you think Vince, the, the XFL, still going? Oh sure. 
<laughs> it's a senile error, man. The senile <laughs> error continues. What? What? I'm not senile. Sure. sure I should do the Mambo number five with all the keys. <laughs> that, that, that's still a hit, right? They they can keep telling themselves it's because of the football, but eventually they do have to sit down and say maybe it's not because the ratings. No, still no, it, it definitely always is going to be a, a hit. NFL's huge in the states, Mark. Yeah, who cares? And about? you can't you can't also compete with something that generally has to be watched live. That's the other thing with sports is still. You know, it's still the one show that most people are not going to record. Yeah. They're going to yeah. want to watch it live. Right now, yeah, it's taking a hit because of football, but if you just look at the averages as well, that's still going down. <laughs> it's not just football. It depends on the market, too, right? Like, going back to the Blue Jays stuff, um, a couple of hours ago, something like 8 million uh, Canadians were watching one of the one of the playoff games I was up against Raw. It was like that. That's like uh, what is that? A, a just a, between a third and a quarter of our entire country is like watching this baseball game, including me. <laughs> I won't lie. I was following that shit. Now, the ratings are going down on Raw because people are secretly watching the uh, impact on uh, their DVRs Monday nights. <laughs> there you go. And there, there's that's DVR. DVR, of course, is something that. I mean, obviously, the Nielsen ratings have been broken for years. There's lots of problems with the way um, we get advertising. You know, uh, revenue isn't as accurate as it really needs to be. That's kind of what I mean. But I'll, um, ju- I'll jump in here and I'll, I'll point out that for how many damn years has Robin on the air? <laughs> you know, since 1993, I've been watching Monday Night Raw on Mondays every single week. And for the past two months, I haven't gave a shit. I have not intentionally watched Raw, <laughs> except for the night they were in Buffalo, just to see if I saw anybody I knew. I kind of find it funny that the uh, ratings went down as soon as I stopped watching Monday nights and switched to Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was all me. Oh. No, it was all me. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it, it It's funny, too, because I found myself as well... Um, like n- not having cable where I'm living now and just having uh, the internet uh, unless I hear about there being a really great match or a really great couple of matches I won't necessarily sort it out some days when I, like days like today when I'm at work on a Tuesday morning I'll uh, usually just throw on uh, John Pollock and Wei Ting uh, talking about Raw and uh, get them to tell me how dreadful or how horrible it is but uh, this week, I know a lot of people were raving about uh, most of the episode, but I mean, we're going to have to uh, wait and see where it, it all gets taken, because I mean, this is around the time, the next like seven, eight weeks leading up to the Royal Rumble, or I guess a little bit longer than that, more, I guess more like nine or ten weeks, where you start to see these storylines heat up, and it's kind of crazy, because the, for the first time in a long time, you really have absolutely no angles, no matches, solidly booked or to look forward to at WrestleMania. And, I mean, this is supposed to be the biggest WrestleMania ever, and they have to fill that stadium. I mean, that's kind of daunting in and of itself for the WWE, probably, when you think about it. And the tickets go on sale this Friday. (laughs) Really, by now, they should be teasing things. Right. I mean, right now, you're looking at... uh, we're, We're five days away now from tickets going on sale. And you know nothing other than it's at AT&T Stadium. 
the closest thing that they're teasing, I, I'm in JBL's home uh, Survivor Series with uh, the Wyatts, uh, Taker, and uh, Kane. Yeah, I could definitely see that. That'd be fun. Now, there was a Photoshop going around of uh, it was Undertaker, Kane, Sting, and Finn Balor as Team Undertaker against Which the Wyatt family. I was like, but Sting's still pretty dead. I was going to say, Sting is definitely uh, probably out for that. Yeah, he's still in traction. But It'd I could... be funny if they did the Kane thing, though. They brought up Demon Finn Balor, and that's why he's not the Demon in NXT anymore. No, yeah, apparently he's Zack Sabre Jr. Separate characters. <laughs> Stupid sexy Balor. <laughs> Wearing nothing at all. <laughs> he isn't. You can't tell because the belt's so damn big. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, now, do you guys think that uh, James Storm would be called up for the Survivor Series match? And if so, do you think he would be on Wyatt's or Taker's team? <laughs> I'd like to see him on the main roster, but not this quick. They haven't even brought Samoa Joe up yet. They don't do things that quick, and he's he actually might not be. I've heard talk that he might just stay down there at, at probably a better rate. Uh, I, I was thinking it might be just like a one-and-done. And I don't they don't do one and dones with guys that aren't theirs, except maybe Sting. But again he was in WCW. I mean, sure, James Storm might have made some appearances there, I don't know, but they wouldn't have He was there for a cup of coffee in WCW and apparently he was in the uh, independent circuit for the past fifteen years. Oh, that was so damn funny. That's exactly what they said when he came out. <laughs> that was well, I mean, T TNA has been you know, it's it's stepped up. They went from uh what 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 did they used to call it? Uh, oblivion. Obscurity. Or yeah, obscurity. Now they're at the independent circuit. <laughs> By the time that WWE buys them, they will be a company. <laughs> I, I still think Paragon Pro Wrestling is going to buy them out, and they're just going to be on Pop TV. <laughs> That's easy, Dub will. No one will see, but CZW will be the new WCW. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't see them bringing in a guy that to them is a relative unknown for just a one and done. I don't think we're gonna get a call up for the match at all. Um, I I mean, guys, we just brought a guy up with Tyler Breeze. It, I I think they might have clued in to the reality that uh, they bringing bringing up like three women or four women at once is not really a good. Way to develop <laughs> all the characters. I don't know. I could be wrong, but Balor yeah, would be I cool. But I, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> I'm thinking Dean Ambrose is going to be in that team with Taker and Kane. I, they seem to be leaning that way. Well, what, they've really team. been teasing yeah. that. Yeah. What if Daniel Bryan what? came back? Because that would get a huge pop. His history yeah. with the Wyatts. Yeah. It, it would work, but again, you you don't know of. If he's ready, or if he even ever will be, yeah. he's still waiting on that third guy to give him the okay. And even if he does, the guy who said no was the WWE doctor, so he might still not get in. Oh, let's give him a Z pack; mm. he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he'll come out wearing a Z pack strapped to his head. <laughs> that'll, that'll be his new name, Z pack. <laughs> I I'm really surprised they did not give Zack Ryder a stable called the Z pack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's he's got uh, he's got Mojo Raleigh, so you never know it could <laughs> could develop. 
Oh, man. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens with Tyler Breeze, though, but part of me just feels like the way they debuted him, he debuts on SmackDown as opposed to Raw. I just have a feeling we're going to see him in mid-card purgatory within the next week or two, and he'll just be another guy that got called up from NXT that they uh, either didn't know how to properly write in or book into everything, or... It'll, you know what I mean? It'll just be another like Sandow situation. I mean, the fake pop on SmackDown wasn't even that big. Yeah. Like, wow, the the crowd was so dead we couldn't even fake a good crowd. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't even be bothered to watch it. <laughs> I, I, like... I watched it just for his debut. I was going to watch this week's, but I couldn't be bothered. I, I thought about watching it for his debut, and then we talked about it on the show, and I'm like, I still got to watch that. I still didn't watch it. I was going to watch it this morning, actually. I just, I'm just, i like, no, you know what? I'm just going to watch. Uh, you know, start watching season three of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's... Uh, it's a little later than we usually start our break song, but uh, what do you guys say we can do a break song? Yes. Pat, are you going to stick around with us after the break? You can? Yes, I can. All right, yes. sounds good. We will be back in however five, long this song Five breaks. minutes. This week's break song comes from the winery Dogs, and it is off their brand new record, Hot Streak. Um, what's the name of the song? Is it Captain Love? Yeah, Captain Love. All right, here it is, board wrestling fan, winery Dogs.
the Winery Dogs on board yeah. Wrestling Fan Radio. Welcome back to the show, episode number 202 on the air. No, 201. 201, man, I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> uh, it's the hangover talking. Would you Wait, have a half a- beer? <laughs> I was going to give you credit said two. <laughs> two beers, what? <laughs> I, I didn't even get drunk last night, man. I don't know how the fuck I'm hungover. <laughs> it, sometimes it doesn't happen. There's lots of times I've had a one or two and woke up and I've got, felt like shit because of what I drank. Yeah, off a can of shandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 punishment. Sometimes Joe just sniffs a wine cork. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to joke before you you listen to the show coaster because I. I, I tried to get Joe, Joe and George to come to, uh, this way for the state fair. I'm like, yeah, we'll walk, we'll walk. Um, George, Joe past the wine tent, and he'll, he'll pass out for fumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I don't drink much, so <laughs> it doesn't take much. I, I had my, I had a warlock last night at my party, and then I had like. A, I tried to drink a Labatt Blue. I'm like, yeah, this isn't happening. And luckily, we went outside to have a have a. I went outside with them to have a cigarette, and then I came back in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking the rest of that. I'm gonna stole one of that's... the stole one of the um Guinnesses out of the fridge. Ironically, <laughs> that's what I was drinking last night was blue. <laughs> that's terrible. Hmm. Yeah, people just kept like handing me beer, so I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Somebody would hand me a beer right now. Yeah, right. I got some red stag for you, Coaster. Outstanding. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, okay, we're gonna take our kids trick or treating, and then we're gonna go back to this uh, to my friend's house, and we're gonna have a party. Like, okay, cool. And we have to dress in costumes. Like, what the fuck for? I'm 33. I don't want to fucking dress in a goddamn costume. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I was feeling this year. I was actually gonna sit. I was going to sit home. My original plan was to sit home, not do anything, you know. And then Wednesday, my buddy, my, where I usually have my yearly party, decides that they're going to have the party at last minute. So that's why I showed up as as sexy Freddy Krueger because <laughs> I didn't have I – wasn't, I wasn't going to the store on Halloween day because it was the only time I had yeah. – um, that was the only time I had to go get anything was yesterday. And I'm like, I'm not going to any stores on Halloween for fucking costumes. I've got a I I've got like skull masks and I have like a half one and I have a full one and I was gonna wear the full one but then it's like but then if I wanna drink I have to take the mask off. So I put on the half one and I did like makeup underneath like skull makeup underneath. And you were Pentagon Junior? And I, I was it was inspired by Pentagon Junior. <laughs> His makeup is so good I did not realize it was a half mask until I tried to find one. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where the makeup came from. Was it, was it was like, you know what? If I wear this half mask, and then I like paint my face like Pentagon Junior. But you know, then it's like you buy the grease paint for Halloween, and that shit sucks. <laughs> uh, sp- speaking of Luther Underground, um, I really wanted to find a son of Habit Habit mask, just because like you know, with the beard. I just it would want them to sell masks. Yeah. yeah. It's such a wasted opportunity because they need money and they can make a fucking ton doing that. Oh, yeah. And comics as well. I want a Drago and Aerostar comic of them doing Mortal Kombat style shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're like, how do we make money from this when we're not a touring brand? Just fucking merchandising. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how? 
we, the money we're all, they would make off of Pentagon Junior shirts. Exactly. We're all sitting here saying we the want Pentagon Junior shirts and masks. Fourth season. Yeah. <laughs> We want Pentagon Junior masks and, sh- and, and shirts and Drago masks and. <laughs> if only there was a Halloween or something where people wear costumes that would motivate sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You kidding? I'd wear a lucha mask every day. I'd wear that I- shit to work. Yeah. I-, I ended up picking up a lucha mask on Friday night as a last-minute Halloween costume, and it ended up after I uh, did, did a little bit of digging. Uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. Okay. Uh, it was like one of his masks. Uh, not like actual, like authentic, like used right. by him or anything, but uh, I literally traded three tall cans of beer for that Lucha mask. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty badass. It's like all like properly stitched and like all that kind of shit. So it's a good trade to say the least. Yeah, you got the better end of that, I'm sure. <laughs> I used to have a WCW uh, Rey Mysterio mask, but I, that's long gone. I don't know what the hell happened to that. And then your knee shattered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a picture of me wearing it. I, I wore it to uh, WrestleMania 19 in Seattle. and <laughs> Look, now I, I just love the idea that the mask was what shattered his knee. That was what set his head over the edge. <laughs> Just the weight of the mask was too much. Yeah, exactly. I a mask once, broke my finger, and had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and Dario kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> Man, did you see the... the... I don't know if you guys remember there was one match Alberto Del Rio was wrestling Sin Cara and he pulled his mask up. It was the original Sin Cara. Man, that guy is ugly. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Oh my god, no wonder that guy wears a freaking mask. It's not because he's Mexican, it's because he's fucking ugly. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't get hired anywhere with a face like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, I was going to do a Halloween um party this year but I, I didn't I only I didn't have the time I was gonna I, I and I lacked I lacked any inspiration till last week and you know I was gonna have everybody I was gonna do a Halloween 2015 too many Gary's where everybody was gonna show up except for like like G I think like usually I have the host be me and G and um G wasn't gonna be Gary and um Laura, Laura, Laura Maven, Laura Maven fan wasn't gonna, gonna be. She was gonna be. Um, I don't say her shoot name. She'll kill you. I don't care if she'll kill me. She called me fat yesterday, so whatever. Um, <laughs> I was gonna have. Well, Maven fan was Maven fan was gonna show up. She was gonna show up as Gary Brandage, number twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was gonna have everybody show up as Gary Brandage. Um, Laura was gonna be um. Sarah Connor, and you know, and then you're gonna be like, "Why are you Sarah Connor?" Because I was gonna rip on me. Well, because JT's lacking originality, and he's only seen two movies this year. And one of them was Terminator Genesis and Marvel and Avengers: Age of Ultron, and he he figured everybody was gonna be the Black Widow. The only other person she could be was Black Widow, and I I didn't feel like doing Black Widow. I could have been Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you've seen. And, Genesis, can you explain why Triple H was a Terminator that killed Terminators? Like, he came out dressed as a Terminator, that then gave him just a shitload of dead Terminator heads. He was a self-hating Terminator. <laughs> yes. 
And and the thing was going to end how how I had it end was going to end was that Gary Barnett Joe was going to make a rule that no more Gary, we were going to and or Joe or G was going to make a rule no more Gary's no more Gary Barnage costumes were going to be allowed in the party and then Gary Barnage actually shows up and we kick him out <laughs> while Gary Busey's talking to a lamp <laughs> and Gary O becoming the Pokemon champion. <laughs> Wasn't there like a fault in one of the faults where everybody was a clone of Gary? <laughs> I'm almost positive there was. Probably. That's what I thought. Where you immediately when he started saying that, even clue in the barnage, I'm like, oh, Gary fault faults. His catch a couple weeks ago was unreal though with his feet. Yeah, maybe hmm. one of the best ever. Was that you that sent me that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was great, man. I appreciate you sending me that. <laughs> no problem. Speaking of Gary, though, and his love triangle with Summer and Rosa Mendez, oh, geez, did, yeah. did, like, did Rosa Mendez get released, or did they just not use her anymore? Pregnant. Pregnant. Ah, so Hayes she... So, not Michael Hayes' so, baby. So soon, so soon to be released. Is it seriously his baby? Cause no, I'm... it's not no. his. Okay, good. Just making sure. It wouldn't surprise me, though. That's who even Marie's on now, probably. <laughs> yeah, of course. Fuck, she's still in Paris. Still closer to me than you. Right down the street, apparently. I, I probably could walk there. I'd likely get hit by a train, but I could walk there. Train <laughs> circle her to the street, dude. <laughs> what? Mark just walk to Paris, just find Eva Marie, and just give her a pop-up power bomb for all of us. <laughs> Everybody had a straight out of the <laughs> straight out of Squirt Circle Circle. Oh, I just I just thought of the best thing ever: a wrestling move in a Divas match called the Pop Out Power Bomb that just automatically causes wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> Uh, someone call CZW. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, that's not PG. <laughs> did, oh. did you find anything on the Gary Vault? <laughs> yeah, I found it. Is it a thing? Oh, it is. Oh, sweet. Which Fallout is it from? It is Fallout, I believe, 3. I'm just double checking. I, I've only played 3 in Vegas. And my memories of 3 are vague and hazy. Yeah, it's Vault 108. And Anchorage Simulation. I think that's three. I'll, I'll know in a second what of the wiki. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're we know. Selling... Back well, to wrestling. Cool. <laughs> I was so annoyed that they're trying to make a Fallout beer, but they did not make Nuka Cola. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they are. Like, it's legit going to be sold in Targets. A Nuka Cola is going to be sold in Targets like this month. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Not up here in Canada, of course, though, because Target came and went. I was say, didn't, like, you, didn't all your Targets close? The Leafs. <laughs> you guys have everything else that's good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you guys have Brian Adams? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Brian Adams. <laughs> And the best dancer in all of hip hop and rap, Drake. Like, come on, guys. 
Oh, his vines are just outstanding. I thought we were going to say Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, we all know the best dancer to come out of Canada was Alex Trebek. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> hey, did you see Rob Ford dance? That man can dance. <laughs> can he ever, man? <laughs> oh, man. Cocaine helps. Cocaine's a whole drug. <laughs> it's actually funny, too, because my, uh, my grandma, during, on her 90th birthday, I think this was around the time that Rob Ford was running for mayor of Toronto, back like five years ago or so, he just like randomly shows up at the Royal Canadian Legion that my grandma was having her party at, and he presents her with a plaque congratulating her on 90 years of being alive. Oh, That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and he uh, had like campaigners there with him. Oh, I would so vote candidate. for a guy who did that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. But, yeah, that's all the shit that went down with him, man. That was just, uh, that was unreal. It was, it was yeah. a completely another level, that's for sure. <laughs> but now the guy is battling cancer super hardcore right now. Uh, yeah. He, he uh, got it removed, I believe. Uh, it had, like, a surgery for the initial uh, cancer that they found, and now they're saying it started to spread. So uh, mm. hopefully they can uh, hopefully they can get that all out and figured out um, ASAP because that would that's a uh, pretty awful. Um, just to kind of see you know the turn of events. I mean, there's it's it's very possible. I mean, maybe not, but I kind of think you know all that stuff that went down, the amount of worrying and the amount of just yourself always feeling sick that he must have felt for literal months knowing or thinking that all this other stuff is going to come out. I mean, that probably could have drove him to, you know, eating a lot less, uh, you know, basically just not really treating his body right to get to that point where, you know, they found cancer in his stomach. So it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, back to our regularly scheduled crap. Curtis Axel's been in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> 279 days, 17 hours, 54 minutes, 54 seconds. At this point, he's just shadow boxing. Pretty much. <laughs> I still say next time they're in Philly, they should just start the show with him in the ring. <laughs> Let's take a trip to JT Land. Well, what, 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 last night was Halloween, so what do you say? What, what, what did people say last night? Trick or treat. No, not not Virgil Land. It's trick or fuck money, bitches. <laughs> Bill Apter actually this morning said trick or treat to me on the phone. <laughs> next, next, I am going out for Halloween dressed like a poor man with no fuck money. And, <laughs> and the number one Halloween costume in the world is NWO Vincent, feeling truly blessed. <laughs> now get that fuck money. <laughs> a little hamburger helper never hurt anyone. <laughs> Well, they call it Hamburger Helper, not Hamburger Herter. (laughs) Hashtag GOB debate. Anyone want to go to Olive Garden? (laughs) And last but not least, my hotline bling always takes me to Olive Garden, son. I I like the idea he's so insane he thinks he still has a hotline. I think Hotline Bling is like a new song by some rapper or something. I thought uh, I, I it was a reference to WCW Hotline. No, uh, the dancing is what I was referring to in making Drake the greatest rapper ever and the greatest <laughs> dancer in hip-hop ever. It's uh, 
truly some next level shit. I actually saw on the Tonight Show the other night Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton singing that song. Wow. <laughs> I know Mike Stef- Tyson did it too. Wow. Gwen oh, Stefani was doing Mike all the singing, and, and and Blake Shelton's just standing there like bling, bling. <laughs> Remember when she used to be famous? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, <laughs> wasn't there a real big fish uh, song named it or uh, for her? Uh, she used to be my girlfriend, but she's famous now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is that song actually about her dating? I don't. I don't think so, yeah. but he says that on the live album. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know if that was true or not. Yeah, I, I, I don't, know, I don't think so. Know. It's just things that I read on the internet that I believe to be true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, speaking of which. Things that may, may not be true. Well, I know she broke up or she got divorced from uh, Gavin Rosdale. So, uh, Aaron, if you're listening, this is your big chance, man. Hopefully you guys are in, uh, on tour or... Uh, in a place where there's not much Wi-Fi and you lose out and don't have enough time to go and confess your love to Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I was I was at a uh, uh, a concert out in uh, Darien Lake and uh, Bush was there and he ran all the way to the back of the crowd and all the way back and for whatever reason I just I said look at him he runs like a Welshman. <laughs> <laughs> isn't he from Wales? Yep. <laughs> And I didn't even think about it at the time, and it just kind of clicked with me. I just saw Real Big Fish not too long ago, and the power went out. <laughs> oh, shit. And they started playing uh, Everything Sucks. The band came out and just, like, the, the horn section just started playing Everything Sucks, and the crowd was singing along with it oh, until the power awesome. came back on, and they were able to finish the song. Yeah, I remember watching the video. Awesome. That. that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Coaster's got his thing here. The shit he's read on the internet that may or may not be accurate. Guys, it's Jesse Ventura here. Um, one of the things that I uh, just heard recently was uh, Devon Dudley's forehead is really a topographical map of Dudleyville. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm here every week, except when I'm not. <laughs> That's why you never see him from above. <laughs> you gonna you gonna read the uh, Hulk Hogan bit here? Yes. Um, this, this is uh, why I will never trust Hulk Hogan. Um, I'm never friends with anyone that I don't trust. I don't have to trust someone to be their friend. <laughs> Here's the most, and he's the one that ratted me out to Vince McMahon when I tried to unionize. I found out that under federal uh, deposition when Vince was put under sworn oath, my attorney said, did you hear Mr. Ventura? I said, no. Well, then how do you know he did? With no hesitation, Vince went, well, Hulk Hogan told me. And I didn't show any emotion, but I almost tipped over my chair because he was my friend. But then understand why. When we went to court, I saw WrestleMania 3, Hulk Hogan got paid way more than all of us combined. Now, why would he want a union when he's get already getting taken care of? I can buy that, but I just, I still laugh so hard at I'm never friends with someone I don't trust, but I don't have to trust someone to be their friend. <laughs> I'm not good at reading. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's just that Vessi, Jesse Ventura is not good at writing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, that's, that's a, 
I do believe that because there are a lot of high-end wrestlers that are getting paid so much that why the fuck would they want to be unionized? Yeah, did you guys see uh, Hogan's uh, 1998 contract in WCW? I did. I read oh, the whole yeah. thing. Oh, that was I was <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, he was paid like a million just to sign it. <laughs> Wasn't it two million just to sign? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he had a two million dollars signing bonus, and then he—I think he got something like twenty percent merch cut or some bullshit like that. It was. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty crazy shit. And it was something like every pay-per-view was on. He would get twenty percent or seven hundred thousand, whichever number was higher. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, he right. get a, didn't he get a percentage from Pasta Mania as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. I mean, that man. Is a serious fucking negotiator. Having said well, that, I would lawyer. also. His lawyer is probably more of the negotiator. <laughs> I would also <laughs> love to see Brock Lesnar's contract now. <laughs> Hogan was busy burning crosses and making a ghost <laughs> costume. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, well, let me tell you something, Mean G. I was spending that money making my wife look like my daughter, brother. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I saw some of the menu items at Hogan Be Hogan's Beach Restaurant. Yeah, it seemed pretty racist. There was like there was something called uh, dirty, dirty Chinese egg rolls. <laughs> uh, I just love the idea of Brock Lesnar's contract is written by Heyman, and every paragraph begins, my client, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, gotta feed the Jew. Yeah. <laughs> Also, my client, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he wants to open a pasta restaurant. <laughs> uh, no, it should be good. That's weird. No wheat pasta. Yeah, no wheat pasta, right? <laughs> Pat's still at work, obviously. We can hear him at work. Uh, you want to do story time with G? Or or do they get suplexed? <laughs> Should we do story time with G? We're already at like quarter to four. <laughs> uh, that story is more for you guys just to read on your own time. It is way too long, but it's yeah, fucking see hilarious. That's, see, that's long. All right. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Like, it's like three Jesus pages. Right, give it, give it a read later. Don't I worry about it for now. Well, let's get into our news. Kudos to AngryMarks.com. Fuck Seamus.com. That's the Gary's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DailyWrestlingNews.com PrepareYourAnus.edu and CheapHeat.com <laughs> According to Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Vince McMahon had a total freakout over the blood in the Undertaker vs. Brock Lesnar match He flipped his lid and was yelling at doctors and refs through the headsets Kevin Dunn was also barking out orders and saying any replays of the blood should be in black and white Xavier Woods was written out of last Sunday's show for a wedding over the weekend Brock Lesnar needed nine staples to close his cuts after the pay-per-view. Man, that was so good. Does anyone actually think he bladed? I think he just cut his forehead on the fucking pool. I, I don't think he did, but I wouldn't... I don't... Maybe Undertaker probably did, but... Did someone say blading? Every Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, I'm here because I heard you guys needed Ric Flair. Woo! Episode 200. I've had a couple of drinks. This is Flair. It's episode 201. Woo! Shit, now Joe's going to be fired. Rick 
Flair is here to party and let me steal them boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fact about me. I've never had solid food. Only drink breast milk. Woo! <laughs> keeps me young. Keeps me wrestling all these years. <laughs> Rick Let's Flair do the it. The man with Take the fast pass to Space Mountain. I loved his appearance on American. You want to on Space Mountain? <laughs> loved his appearance Shabba. on American Dad. Let's all get in the canoe. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> WWE confirms Rusev is injured. Rusev sustained a proximal bicep tendon rupture during his match with Neville at the WWE main event tapings Tuesday night. Uh, WWE.com can confirm the match was called due to the injury, and the former U.S. champion's recovery time is currently slated at three to four weeks. Please. Continue to check back with WWE.com as more updates become available. That sucks for Rusev, man. Getting injured on main event? <laughs> yeah. Like, poor people get to see that? I'll tell you, I, I tried to watch main event last night and I fell asleep uh, during the uh, Becky Lynch Brie Bella match. Oh, so that's where Becky Lynch is wrestling. That is where event. Becky Lynch is wrestling. <laughs> Professional tweet, Alberto Del Rio on his WWE return. I'm grateful for a second chance to come back to WWE. Hashtag Hell in a Cell, and I'm happy to be performing again. Plus it helps that that Barrios guy has been fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Van Wengen from Lucha Underground comments on Alberto Del Rio's return to WWE. Relax. It was a mutual decision. Good luck, ADR, and good luck to WWE. I'm very happy with the guys we have at Lucha El Rey Season 2. Get ready! P.S. We just signed CM Punk. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, bring him back his straight edge punk when he had the mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would actually be pretty cool. It would be. Uh, WWE and Alberto Del Rio had been in negotiations for several weeks, but AAA did not know about this deal until Sunday. Del Rio, Del Rio so is still the not go back to Mexico for a while. Well, Del Rio is still the AAA Mega Champion, and it's expected he will work his dates for AAA until he drops the title. But there's no relationship between AAA and WWE to guarantee it. Yeah, and JB also done commentary. He's a former Mega Champion, so he just well, actually, no. There's there's could be more to this story, um, and our angry marks got up today. Apparently, yeah, they delayed one of their easy. events. Yeah, I was going to say I'm sorry, I can't understand you, Mark. Um, but they delayed one of their events because Del Rio wasn't available. Yeah, he was supposed no. to do it tomorrow. They thought he was going to miss Raw, but he's not. So now. Well, they got the priority deal, but right. I don't know. I, 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 WWE is what they are, but they, if they really want to uh, establish some sort of positive relationship where they might be able to negotiate with other talent, they should let them work it. Yeah, yeah oh, I think shit. they really should. Yeah, that would be the business-wise. That would be the smart move, just to have that. Like later, you can say, "Well, we did let Alberto go back and drop the title." You know, we would we'd like to talk to this guy if his contract's up. Yeah, I don't think Vince will be happy sending someone somewhere else just to lose. Yeah, I know. That's that's <laughs> the worst thing about it. From business standpoint, though, it would be. It would. I, nobody watches fucking AAA in North America, really. Come on, let's be realistic, right? Well, no, even if he went and lost, I don't think anyone who watches Raw is going to see it. That's yeah, true. well, that's exactly it. But you're right. Vince will probably still think that, and it's kind of retarded. Because, like, what what percentage of the their audience is actually going to witness, you know? Ah, senile era, Vince. When will you die? 
Never. <laughs> I'm he's evil. 70 on steroids. I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Not that yeah. I'm wishing death on the man, but most of his wrestlers who have had the same lifestyle as him have lived nowhere near as long. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Uh, here's another, another weird thing. is uh, There's totally different reports coming out of Wrestling Observer, PWI, and his downside. So I don't know what the real number value is. Somewhere between this, I guess. Uh, Alberto Del Rio's new WWE deal, this is from Wrestling Observer, uh, is has a $1.45 million downside and reduced schedule compared to his previous run, but Pro Wrestling Illustrated says Alberto Del Rio may not be making that much. His downside guarantee could be as low as 500000 uh, though in their eyes it's still a healthy chunk of change. Oh, yeah, so 500000 that's so low he's going to be starving. Yeah. We're gonna have yeah. after on in a few weeks, so I, I think uh, I think PWI uh, wins it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ric Flair still here? Um, he's, I think he passed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I think Ventura's got something. He's blading in a fight with Coaster. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, Coaster. I, I, if if Ric Flair's passed out over there, I would I would get it on video and send it to ESPN because Ric Flair is going to be in an upcoming ESPN Thirty for Thirty film. See, it's what I get for having an open door policy for these wrestlers. They just come in and out. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Justin Ventura's got something to say. Yeah, I want to go get back to the fact about uh, Vince McMahon. Um, he's actually been dead since that limousine explosion, and Shane's taken his place using a, uh, a state-of-the-art Hollywood makeup team. Well, That's there is a legit conspiracy theory that the McMahon family we see isn't the real one. Yep. That, that, that's what I heard from a, a guy that I met when lying at Arby's. <laughs> uh, happy Festivus, says G, because John Cena's return date keeps getting pushed back earlier and earlier. He's now booked for a December 19th WWE house show in Los Angeles. Any, any, anybody have anything to say about Los Angeles? No? No Stone Cold? Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was patting Hershey Dog there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Los Angeles, great, great, great place to live. Um, tra traffic sucks, you know, <laughs> trying to get my truck all over the place, take, take down Broken Skull Ranch. Um, uh, by, by the way, uh, I need to talk to you guys about ProFlowers.com. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I see, got, I got see. Got holidays coming up, uh. Got uh, Thanksgiving. What you need is a good centerpiece. Go to ProFlowers.com. Use the promo code HersheyDog316. Get 15% off. Well, because it's Cena, December 19th means he's returning tomorrow. <laughs> now he's already returned. <laughs> By the way, uh, Stone Cold is in our chat room as well. Plugging <laughs> ProFlowers.com. <laughs> uh, Nikki Bella seems to be teasing that she might take some time off from TV, too. Please do. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> well, we got two differing opinions here because uh, I heard that's a shame and I heard please do. <laughs> well, I was being sarcastic. Uh, I got gotcha. you. WWE <laughs> may, be, may be bring back John Cena for the TLC pay-per-view on December 13th given the show takes place in Boston and Cena would rematch Alberto Del Rio for the U.S. title. And go on to win because, lol, Cena wins. 
Hey, remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Tommaso Ciampa signing a deal with WWE? It looks as though Tommaso Ciampa might, won't be signing with WWE anytime soon. After all, he could still be used for spot appearances on NXT, though, and appears he will be. As long as he keeps wrestling with uh, Johnny Gargano, I'm happy. When did it announce that those two were in that big group? No. No. Oh, I thought they were. Nope. Rich Swan is. Yep. <laughs> And I wonder why they aren't hiring them. I guess, it, hopefully, it's Champa saying no. They had a rather than them saying no. They had a heck of a match on NXT with the. Uh, it was the best part of the show. With Jordan and Gable. I, Actually, I, I, didn't, I didn't know NXT who to root week. for. <laughs> well, I was rooting for Johnny because he was our first ever guest. <laughs> Johnny wrestling. <laughs> Video game nerds on. Wait a minute, what? Steve Austin is promoting 2K16 with the slogan Austin 315 instead of his usual 316. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a, it's, a, it's a play on words. <laughs> Baron Corbin got trolled and took the bait at Alec Arpar, yet I am in the game and you are sitting on your mom's couch playing. Ha, I don't use apostrophes because my matches are fucking terrible. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he said. I think the first sentence is what he said. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's that's what he said. Yeah. Now, now His matches is, are fucking terrible. Is Baron Corbin a dick, or does he just play one on TV? From he, everything I've seen, he's actually a dick. Yeah, I, he seems like a legit dick. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys were just talking about it just because I had to step off there for a second to deal with some work bullshit. But um, the Corey Taylor Slipknot thing. Yep. And Corey Taylor's doing the interview with Alternative Press, and then Baron Corbin comes in. It is just the acting is so fucking bad. The delivery is so awful. It, it's just like fuck, man. It it, it just makes me cringe because it's just like I know that the WWE is definitely like, oh, well, he used to play in the NFL, even though he only really played on practice squads. But we're gonna push this guy to the moon. I just don't fucking get it man i don't know what they really see in him to me he he's kind i mean not just because of his tattoos but i guess kind of in a way because of his tattoos it's kind of comes off like they're trying to make him like a poor man's like cm punk like lone wolf kind of bullshit but i mean if you want to talk about you know former football players who can actually do it in the ring and i think do it on the mic i think uh uh yuha nation apollo cruz i think yep. he's going to be the next big guy who uh, you know has prior uh, yeah, yeah but, sports experience. Well, let's not forget, he's black. Oh yeah. <laughs> Back on the subject of on the subject. I, I think what happens with Baron Corbin is Vince looks at him and laughs because his stomach looks like a face. <laughs> it, it, it looks like an unimpressed emoji. <laughs> Uh, back, Vince McMahon. back on the subject of Vince McMahon and 2K16, he tweeted, Am I in good company in WWE 2K16? Mr. McMahon and The Miz are tied with an overall rating of 84. Wow. <laughs> Look, this Vince getting an 84. <laughs> he owns the company. <laughs> oh, ask a stupid question. Anyway, speaking of stupid, uh, I this guy. Speaking of like mixing things up, I would love to edit Vince McMahon and give him like Kalisto's move set. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheamus and Wade Barrett are now considered a team within <laughs> WWE, still unofficially known as the European Ultras. I got I got a question about Vince McMahon. 
does anybody other than being forced to have to play him does anybody actually go oh yeah i'm gonna play wwe 2k16 and i'm gonna be vince mcmahon <laughs> that's how i feel about most of the rosters like this is yeah. the biggest roster ever but like only a fifth of them are actually gonna get played <laughs> I, th I think there's a kevin nash mode too where you can just book book your own matches <laughs> well you could do that in universe mode yeah, but with Nash, you win every time. <laughs> and then you tear, or you tear your quad. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a tear quad button. <laughs> and then you try and run the ropes, and you just tear a quad. There's Definitely a... don't play a Sincara because your uh, your console will break. <laughs> there's a there's a get poked and fall down button. I, I actually saw doom. a video. I don't know if it was from the Austin 316 mode or what, but uh, it's Kane and Undertaker in a tag match against Triple H and Stone Cold. And Kane tags in the Undertaker, and Undertaker just stays on the ropes, but it's as if like he's in the ring invisibly, and you can see like the punches happening, and him going to one corner and beating on Triple H, and then going and beating on Stone Cold, then like literally Triple H getting an invisible last ride. It's it's that's a awesome. beautiful glitch. <laughs> uh, I I saw one where uh, Austin was, it was also Austin in the ring, and he just like floats up and up and up and like off the screen <laughs> it's like yeah. never, and the, the caption is he never came back down <laughs> remember when games must go now planet yeah pepper's yeah. members yeah uh wwe day one 15 gigabit patches <laughs> wwe is in talks to bring D nick dinsmore eugene back as a coach at the wwe performance center if this goes through it'll be his fourth gig with the company I hear he is actually a pretty good coach. He's a good wrestler. I I just I remember the first time seeing him on TV. I was uh, it was during my first marriage. <laughs> well, so much say marriage. Woo! I ran a couple. I'm not just talking about cocktails. He's <laughs> uh, bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Los Matadores have been told that they are being kept off TV so that fans will forget about Los Matadores. <laughs> they will then be repackaged. Torito may be SOL. Yes, I know what SOL means. They've been shit out of luck. Yes, I know that. Okay. But I would actually like to see Primo and Epico come back as themselves. Yeah. They'll have to wait till Rosa has her baby, though. I'll book him as Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, why not? They're booking him as Spanish now. Puerto Rican. Yeah. You remember, Torito is really Marty Gennetti. <laughs> that's, uh, that's right. We found that out a couple of weeks ago from, yeah, he from was, Mr. He Ventura. Was, he, he, got, he got his legs amputated back in uh, 2006. <laughs> Uh, hand egg WWE is reportedly interested in former Minnesota Vikings tackle Babatunde Agabusi I don't fucking know how to say that <laughs> it's not hard to see why he's 6 foot 9 and over 300 pounds oh, so he'll be booked like a monster for the first 3 months and then just start jobbing to everybody and he's from and the he's, he's from the Minnesota Vikings so we can eventually get that triple threat between him Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and the loser has to go back to the Vikings <laughs> <laughs> the WWE, speaking of the NFL, has reached out to NFL teams for tributes to The Undertaker ahead of his 25th anniversary at Survivor Series. Huh. Interesting. 
Camp WWE will finally debut on the WWE Network next spring. Jack, brother, Jack. That's after they had the Hulk Hogan stuff back in. <laughs> after enough time has passed. Right. Instead, they'll just edit all the black wrestlers out. <laughs> no, that, no, that's just it. They never edited. Sell you, there weren't any in there at all. <laughs> they never took Hulk Hogan out. They're just waiting for it to blow over so they could premiere the show. I really think that's the case. I really think we'll see him back. You know how long it takes to animate a show other than South Park? Oh, it takes months. Yeah. DDP's The Resurrection of Jake the Snake was one of 124 documentary films sent to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences for Oscar consideration. 124 will be narrowed down to 15 in December, and the five finalists will be announced January 14th. Did Lucha Underground ever get their award? No, they didn't. They, They didn't make the final cut. No, then let's hope Jake the Snake does. Yeah, right. It would be cool to see them win here. Yeah. You know, I mean, this award shows kayfabe anyway. I'd watch the. I'll not give it to professional wrestler. I'll tell you, the last time I watched the Oscars was when Mickey Rourke was nominated for The Wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he didn't win, I never watched it again. (laughs) And now that I watched it before, but I just wanted to see that one award. Like, oh, cool. Let's see if Mickey Rourke wins for The Wrestler. Uh, Despite a seemingly strong third-quarter report, investors seemed ready to cash out Thursday morning with WWE stock trading down almost $2 a share. It's just in. Stephanie McMahon has sold her shares. Not really. No, no, no no selling of Stephanie's shares this week. Got my eye on her, though. Don't you worry. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. Literally, I'm in her crawl space right now. (laughs) Hulk Hogan wishes... Doing a workout video. (laughs) Hulk Hogan wishes WWE had just suspended him. Well, let me tell you something, me, Joe. It was business, brother, dude. I didn't understand, dude. It was a public company, brother. But with the product... With the, I'm sorry, brother. I, I, I just stumble my words sometimes, dude. When with the political correctness five in the air, brother, I understand why they removed all mentions of me, brother. I don't think they're right. The WWE knows me better than anybody. They know I'm not racist. So I wish they'd taken a different path, brother, of choice, of action, brother, such as... Not kicking me out to the in the universe, brother. Zara Schreiber also says she wanted to be only suspended. No. <laughs> Apparently she is still dating Seth. Yeah, she is. They were uh Mario and I don't I don't remember who she was, but he was Mario. They were Mario and Luigi. Was she Luigi? Tortured fuck. Yeah. Not the picture that I saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario and you guys see the Photoshop of her costume? I have not. I need to see this now. It sounds awesome. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Just replace the L with a swastika. Yeah. <laughs> I did see someone mention a racist Luigi, but I didn't know someone had gonna made it too. <laughs> uh, the Pontiac Silverdome site of WrestleMania Three is set to be demolished next year. I'm gonna, gonna be leg dropping it. I'm gonna be leg dropping it, brother. I'm gonna that's be dropping the big leg, brother. That's how they're gonna demolish it. Hulk Hogan's gonna leg drop it. They did demolish it in WrestleMania three. Hogan did it. I really thought he already did. No, I, no, no, brother. I only threw, I only threw Andre the Giant through the roof, brother. <laughs> now the Silver Dome will look like the rest of Detroit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No one in Detroit has the internet, <laughs> except for RoboCop. <laughs> it stings, pal. <laughs> I really wish we'd gotten Robocop and 
Terminator in the corners at WrestleMania. Uh, really see, see, I, I think you might be right, though, about uh, about nobody in Detroit having internet access. That's why the Motor City machine guns have to point to their hand to figure out where Detroit <laughs> is on the map. <laughs> you know, speaking of RoboCop, I don't know if you guys know that. Um, what's his name? The guy who played RoboCop? He teaches at Syracuse University. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend because he eats he eats at the restaurant my girlfriend works at all the time. She's like, yeah, I've met him. He's a really nice guy and all that. And I'm like, now that we're talking about Robocop, I'm like, oh shit, that just popped into my head. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. John Gabrick talks about scouting TNA talent in India. Says some of the people I saw yesterday, I saw such enthusiasm and charisma in them. But of course, they need a lot of work to do. But. Uh, from this community of India as a whole, I hope to find multiple talents or superstars to have a golden age of Indian wrestling to start off right now with Dalip Singh's guidance. Isn't that um, Ranjan Singh? No, that's... Uh, I think that's actually the great Kali. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's why they called him Singh, because Kali's real name is Singh. Right. And he was his kayfabe brother. Right. Dave Kapoor is <laughs> Ranjan Singh. And G says... Well, I just wanted to note, it's easy to rip on uh, TNA and, and their tours right now, but in all fairness, uh, like with so-called sports, bowling, pool, and darts, I'm looking at you, the more integrated it is into the local culture, the more people start doing it, the more people start doing it, the potential for talent pool for us to enjoy as fans gets deeper and better. So, uh, more, more power to TNA. You know, Regardless if they're in a death snow or not, I think this is positive. A lot of people in India, folks. <laughs> and the, the problem the, is they're the, all getting trained by Kali. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, photo. Oh, that, that means the population control will be in effect, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> the Photoshop <laughs> picture ended up in our document, by the way. <laughs> uh, exactly. uh, Jesse Goddard. I do. Jesse Goddard talks about the TNA World Title Series. I think this is not pre-taped. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He, he's 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 gonna get his own conspiracy show on uh on True TV. Uh, I've read some. I've read ahead. It gets even better. So yeah, just you know. a chance for anyone and everyone like me still living in the kayfabe past and mildly retarded to showcase their abilities in matches they probably would never have had before. Tard power, be a star. That's why every single time I was. Uh, out there month, three months ago I wanted to prove myself I'm in the pa I'm the past of Impact Wrestling and the leader of the guys who all left the company it's all up down up down left right select start from here what do you said Ben I believe it I but saw that guy on Impact I'm going to check this out and wow he did say that <laughs> Uh, Nick Aldis Magnus was pissed off that the former Chris Masters busted him open at the Global Force Wrestling taping this past weekend. Sadly, no one will watch it. <laughs> ROH wrestler Cheeseburger is being considered for a spot on New Japan's annual Tokyo Dome show January 4th. He is one of Jushin Thunder Liger's favorite wrestlers. That's... Can you imagine saying, being able to say you're one of Liger's favorite wrestlers? My name's Cheeseburger. <laughs> Your name is fucking Cheeseburger. I love Cheeseburger, man. He's great. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. I hope I hope we get the English version of uh, that January 4th show. Last, yeah. last January, man. That's still my favorite pay-per-view of the year. That was it, fun. It yeah. was, and it did really well, so I, could, I can see them doing it again easily. 
I'm really it wasn't like the uh, AAA one. That I was going to say, they failed. didn't have as many problems as the AAA ones. I'm really hoping that Cheeseburger ends up being uh, Dario's brother in Lucha Underground. <laughs> <laughs> nah, great colleague. The Young Bucks have signed exclusively with Ring of Honor. Matt Jackson says, We evaluate the landscape right now. We look around at professional wrestling and everything is evolving. Tag team wrestling is what we do. And this place, Ring of Honor, has the best tag team division in the world. And we want the best competition. We want the best matches. It's all about quality for us. We call Ring of Honor home. You'll be seeing a lot of us. The Young Bucks deal with ROH lasts over a year and still allows them to take independent dates for New Japan and Pro Wrestling Guerrilla as long as they don't interfere with ROH shows or tapings, i.e. ROH has precedence in booking conflicts. It's almost like they're independent contractors. Yeah, the Bucks spoke with Lucha Underground, NXT, and TNA before signing an exclusive contract with ROH. Uh, WWE is now confiscating Young Bucks signs at live televised or taped events because they are butthurt. Sure hashtag, hashtag shake this hand Booker T <laughs> and they started calling it the uppercut party and shit yeah heard too that uh, New Japan was uh, very vital in getting this contract worked out because they were concerned uh, the Bucks were working way too many independent dates so uh, basically ROH is matching whatever they would have made if they were you know Still doing two or three uh, nights, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, on the indie circuit, wherever in the United States or wherever in the world. So, sounds like they got a pretty good deal. That's for sure. Yeah, the, the downside of being a popular indie guy is you'll probably travel more than you would with the WWE. Yeah, for sure. You definitely work a lot more. <laughs> Morale in WWE NXT locker room is high, but talent is divided between haves and have-nots with some of the big names that have been signed and brought in with guarantees. Lower-level talents are frustrated because of the high cost of the road expenses with NXT working more dates, although downsides have been increased, and there have apparently been some raises to offset the lack of revenue for sharing for the WWE Network specials with big attendance gates. Uh... And apparently NXT guys do get travel paid for. Uh, that's nice. that's my understanding. Yeah, for sure. Rich Swan and Biff Busick signed with WWE. Old school Steve Carino needs spinal fusion surgery, which effectively kills the angle they had been building into uh, building to an ROH of him wrestling BJ Whitmer, which had already been on hold while Whitmer was recovering from knee surgery. ROH already shot an angle for Carino to take time off, but he did note that nobody really retires in wrestling, and he'll be back. I I'm not 100% sure about that. He did a he did a podcast about it. Um, he said basically the doctor told him he had the same type of level of injury that Edge had, where if you take a bump, you, you might not be able to ever pick your kid up. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm done." <laughs> You know, his family means that much to him. He's just like, I, I gotta call, call it quits. He'll be, he'll be probably still announcing with the company, but oh well, that sucks. No, at least he can still announce and make money. Uh, he could be a cameraman. iPhones aren't that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also could continue doing uh, what he has been doing, which is announcing and booking a little bit too. So yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll figure it out. He's well-respected in the industry, after all. Definitely. Uh, CM Punk and the Muppets got into it on Twitter. And some current WWE stars and legends also got in the fun. Uh, ABC tweeted, Join Miss Piggy 
uh, actually, the Muppets uh, Twitter tw- tw- tweeted, Join Miss Piggy as she tweets during tonight's brand new episode of The Muppets at 8, 7 Central on ABC. We didn't ask her to, but she insisted. CM Punk tweeted, As long as she promises not to ham it up. <laughs> I love a good bad joke. Miss Piggy tweeted back, But you've broken your promise not to be a punk. Let's go head to head on hashtag The Muppets and I'll show you who's boss. Punk tweeted back, Hogwash! Tommy Dreamer tweeted great TV tonight with uh, watch at the Muppets ABC at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. my kid's favorite is at Gonzo the Great probably because he is a daredevil hashtag extreme Gonzo tweeted maybe one day you can be as extreme as me at the Tommy Dreamer hope your kids enjoy us little weirdos on hashtag the Muppets Uh, I'm just imagining Gonzo watching ACW just Brett Hart tweeted, Looking forward to tonight's new At The Muppets episode. I hope there's some At Gonzo the Great Daredevil antics. I wonder who makes his gear. Gonzo Brett fucking Hart. Gonzo tweeted, Sorry, At Brett Hart. I can't disclose where I get my gear due to a pending lawsuit. Thanks for watching. Hashtag The Muppets. Cesaro tweets, Her tweets are not half bad. They're all bad. Hashtag I watch for Statler and Walder. And Miss Piggy tweets, Watch it, Cesaro. Another crack about moi like that, and I'll chop you into Swiss cheese. Hiya! I thought that was fun. I'm done with wrestling and the Muppets. <laughs> Dude, I, I love watching the Muppets on Tuesday nights. Well, no, that, that, that was pretty fun. That's a great show. <laughs> I'm gonna have to... that, that, was, that was certainly one of the more enjoyable one-off episodes the last time they invaded. I think there was one more where uh, Beaker t- uh, tweeted the Seamus, and uh, oh, yeah? I-, I-, I read the translation. It just said "fuck Seamus." Bala. Hashtag Balor Club. <laughs> uh, there is a petition to rename Calgary's International Airport after Stu Hart. Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys heard about this, but they're trying to. A lot of people want our airport named after Stephen Harper. Oh, jeez. Isn't that the guy you guys uh, just yeah. ousted because he was terrible? Yeah, he's well. Thing is, like Calgary likes Stephen Harper, even though he got the boot. He's still uh, got a lot of support here. I live in his freaking riding, so I uh, not really my particular cup of tea politically. However, yeah, most of the people I live around they like that guy. I have a book he wrote, <laughs> the hockey one. Yes, I do. It's a called a great game. We, 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 most of us, what we call it is, why are you writing a fucking book? You're supposed to be running the country. Yes. I thought that was kind of weird when I got the book. I'm like, what What the fuck? This guy's the prime minister of Canada. <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't wait until you're kind of done doing the most important job in the country, buddy. Oh, I dropped a buddy in there, eh? <laughs> He's... You're not my buddy guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not your pa- guy. I'm not your pal, friend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a great game. Oh, well. uh, it's a book about uh, about the origins of hockey, uh, and and in particular the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, I'll give credit where credit is due. He is legitimately a pretty hardcore hockey fan. So, outside of political bullshit, you know, he he does have a passion for the game. <laughs> I I'm I'm reading your comment here in the in the notes. I, I like how you worded it. You hope this passes and that they rename customs to the dungeon. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
<laughs> I think I'd rather be chopped for an hour straight than deal with customs. <laughs> I swear they, they don't just search your luggage, they stretch it. <laughs> Steve Austin and El Segundo Brewing are partnering together to release a Broken Skull IPA that's... One badass beer. <laughs> I got I got to tell you something why that why we named it a uh, Broken Skull IPA. Um, Vince McMahon he uh, he still owns the uh, rights to the name Steve Weiser, so we couldn't we couldn't do that. That makes sense. Eva Marie and Amanda may be a f- focal point of Total Divas next season. Who the fuck's Amanda? Is that the one that won Tough Enough? No, she was the one that lost. Oh, the one that lost Tough Enough. Oh, that'll she be even better. Second. Even but if she you lost tough enough, she, you still won. Yeah, she was the one that was like fucking everyone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slottastico. Right on. I will have some fun. The one that missed the kept because she was hot. I'm gonna have lots of fun with the theater. Bring on next season. <laughs> Seamus was literally not... fuck Seamus, huh? Huh? Yeah. Wait, go ahead. Seamus. Seamus was not thrilled that Lillian Garcia said that he was from Dublin, England. Oops. I'm not happy about it either. <laughs> Fuck Seamus, it's just up the road. Ah, <laughs> uh, the land of a thousand G's. Also known as... Yeah, you can read these. I'll, I'll let you do this. Squared season. Circle Jerk. Here's the thing. This is from uh, Moldy Scrotum on Squared Circle <laughs> Jerk. Here's the thing. We are talking about this as Smarks. WWE didn't sign Del Rio for us. They signed Samoa Joe for us. They signed Kevin Owens for us. They signed Asuka Kana for us. They signed ADR for 12-year-old Mexican kids who didn't think they had anyone to cheer for besides maybe Cena. The thing is, that's true. <laughs> this is from Old Billy Redface 28 Listen, I know Brock Lesnar had literally bled three in like three matches already this year, but this one time at a Hell in a Cell, I just know that Vince was shocked and furious that he bled again. <laughs> Man, these are small. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I can get it if you can. This, this is from Gigabot. The Lord Meltzer has delivered unto me two stone tablets inscribed with the Lord's star ratings for Hell in a Cell. Del Rio Cena, two stars. Mediocre work rate. So saith the Lord. <laughs> that was what he said. This is uh, from Grabbing the Brass Ring on Squared Circle Jerk. Is Tyson Kidd ever going to wrestle again? I hope not. I hope he is permanently injured like Daniel Bryan so we never have to see him job to anyone again, <laughs> even though he is more talented than any other wrestler and should be the face of the company. Claudio should spare us... Th- this pain by snapping his neck just a little more just to make sure he doesn't doesn't recover and can't make it back to the ring. Natty could probably do it with her tits if Claudio is too busy having his career ruined by Vince. We don't need to have our members uh, memories of Tyson sullied even more by poor booking. <laughs> uh, this uh, subreddit is called Shit Reddit Says, and this is just random comments that people find in places on Reddit. I, I thought this one was kind of funny. This one was posted by Important Guy One Two Three. You want uh, me to read this because I have the reputation? Yeah, sure. Feel free. <laughs> I painted. The funny thing is, my computer is black. I painted my computer black, hoping it would run faster, but now it just doesn't work. <laughs> oh, nice work and heal. This is, this is from <laughs> Cesaro is money on Squared Circle Jerk. He's. It's the story of how he met his girlfriend. So about a few months ago, I was at a Ring of Honor sh- house show wearing my Jervis cotton belly sh- 
shirt. Does anyone uh, does anyone else only Smarks would know? Is that that's what that means, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, telling a huge crowd how I would book Banks versus Steen in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> when off in the distance a beautiful girl who who thought I was Paige, who I thought was Paige, but had the ass of Bailey and the tits of Nikki Bella. <laughs> does anyone else whore? And the work rate of Claudio being harassed by a bunch of marks who were t- who were telling her that fuckboy shampoo man and fuck Seamus are better than Lord Bry- uh, Bryden. So I ran <laughs> and gave them pop-up power bombs, and Moss covered three-handled family gradunzel into a pile of thumbtacks. She was so impressed that she literally let me fuck her right there while we both cried watching women's wrestling-based NXT. This is real. Please, Upstein. <laughs> Those fucks are creative, at least. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, anybody else with anything to add? I got nothing. Hey, Pat, thanks for taking time out of your day to, to jump in and uh, co-host with us today. I don't even know if he's still there. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. There he is. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, then, in that case... Get the theme music going <laughs> so that we can play ourselves out. Hit the music. <laughs> um, I am at Think So Joe, at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Random Double Underscore Zero, at Mark Underscore Noise. Pat, you're on Twitter. Yes, no? The walls. Not <laughs> rock the walls. <laughs> And we are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, BoardWrestlingFan.com. And you can download the podcast afterwards on BoardWrestlingFan.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Bloomberry, Cheap Heat, wherever else podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week. or cries there's no in between <laughs> I doubt it all dandy Craxel the Fific is very hard to spell <laughs> Astrobos Cheese Noise